0: Episode number 80 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan and myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tom, you managed to shut your window this
1: time, have you? I did, yeah. We were talking offline with Kyle. I came back and said, my house is Baltic, and his first reaction was, you left the window open again like last week. But no, it's just (laughs) bloody cold in Scotland this this week, as I'm sure most listeners will attest to. You must be freezing out in Afford.
0: And it must be cold, because Fiona's away at the moment, isn't she? So... You exactly. know, you're you're all alone and by yourself, and you, to, to, say, get your, you, you can... to get yourself a wee uh, a wee cuddly pet, you know, like a <laughs> a wee a wee cat or a dog or something, when Fiona's away, and all right, you know, the door's <laughs> always <laughs> the door's always open in in in, uh, in Costa del Afford. Oh, right? nice. We I was gonna say you,
1: you can, can tell who controls the thermostat in this house. As <laughs> <laughs> I'm sat here oh, with a bunch cool. of layers on
0: ah uh, anyway uh, well, so you um, not cranking the heating up you're saving the environment and putting more two hoodies on instead of one
1: exactly so yeah, yeah so we're here we are episode 80 again we're we're getting through it and uh and yeah, So i mean we, one thing we wanted to open with listeners was uh we were with some really sad news last week mel edwards uh, who, was, who was on the show a couple of weeks ago passed away uh which was, we were really sad to hear that and yeah, so we just want to pass our thoughts from TRS onto onto Miles and and the rest of the Edwards family. He was a, Mel was a great guy and yeah, really touched a lot of people's lives in in the Northeast and and wider in the running community.
0: Yeah, absolutely, Tom. It was it was really good speaking to Miles and it was just really good to get an interview and, and to reflect back and and to reference what he was talking about and yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed. The time i spent with mel um and yeah uh, really inspiring guy and an absolute legend in in the sport and the scottish distance you know the scottish distance running scene so yeah really sad news and um he won't be forgotten that's for sure
1: indeed and uh yeah so anyway yeah thoughts to to those guys so yeah, good a big shout out to uh, miles as
0: well you know for the he his, he had a great run on Sunday. I know he he was it was very close after Mel's passing, um, but I'm sure Mike, Mel would have been Absolutely. watching watching over his, his fantastic result at the Peterhead 10k as well. He came second, and you know probably not the the time, but all things considering, it's a, a great result a, and result. a really good a really good way of um you know just for to for to miles to get out, to yeah. celebrate him. So yeah, really really good to see.
1: So with Mel and with Mel and memory, Mel would want us to talk about training. You know, we were there that uh, we, we were going to finish the show with a quote from Mel, but one thing he'd said, I think he'd, I can't remember, if he said it in an interview or not about uh, is that chocolate biscuit going to make you faster? So you know, performance <laughs> is everything. Competition is, is you know making be your best self and all that. So Kyle, what training have you been up to in the last uh, last week?
0: That's a really good question. Um, I always I always say it's a really good question, when I don't know what what my answer.
1: It gives me an extra one time to,
0: to say what I need to say. But uh, in terms of training, I think training's been going all right. Actually, I mean I'm slowly but surely getting faster. I think in terms. So just in a nutshell, folks, I've been doing a lot of long, slow run in the last sort of few months, and I'm really wanting to get my speed and strength back. Um, so I've been doing a lot of faster, shorter distances. Uh, doing 5k sessions and doing some really short hill reps and just some easy running in between and uh, my long run's not as long Um, and yes it's it's starting to come together so I did what session did I do last week that's really really bad I can't even remember what I did Um, what did I do
1: so you did last week I've got your Strava we did 800s I did eight hundreds. That's right.
0: So yeah, I did eight hundreds at six a.m. again. <laughs> I mean, you know, I think that's something that Mel said he was getting up at the the crack of dawn to to crack on and do his sessions, and uh, and that's what I'm that's what I'm trying to do. You know, get up, seize the day, and then you know fit, reap the rewards uh, later on in the day. When what I found is doing the session early on, first thing in the morning, I'm usually like, oh god, I've got to. You know, do a really long warm up and um, I feel sluggish, but I've actually been able to do some pretty decent sessions. Such a, you know, so early. I mean, I'm starting the, the, the sessions at like six twenty, you know, after the warm up in in the morning. Uh, and I, in my 800s, where I'm, it's not all about. I had a I had a catch up with my coach Lewis at the weekend, and it's not all about pace at the moment in terms uh-huh. of the overall goal, but the the physiological changes. So to speak. So pace isn't a. It's more about effort at the moment. But I mean, my 800s were about 2:32 ish, which I'm quite happy about. Um,
1: Nice, that's quick, mate.
0: Which is for for where I am at the moment. And you know, maybe if it was a little bit later on the day, I would be a little bit faster than that. I mean, it didn't didn't feel too. It didn't feel too easy, but it didn't feel completely hard. And I was able to recover and keep a consistent uh, consistent times for each of the reps. So. Yeah, slowly starting to see that times my my rep time going, you know, getting quicker and quicker, which is good. So, I think um, in terms of where I am, Tom, what I'm looking at, and I think I've already said this, I want to get fast at 5k, 10k distances at the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, The next sort of two or three months, get faster at those, get as close as I can to that 5k PB of mine, uh, and run a good 10k at the end of the year. And that might not happen with you know, different things that go in your way, but that's the, that's the plan, and I'm going to try and stick to it as, as much as I can. Uh, so I think for for a race, I don't think I can afford, I, I can afford, but in terms of the, the time and the, and, and, to, and the logistics to get to a fast 10K at the end of the year, something like Ribble Valley, that's not going to happen, I don't think, Tom. So what will, what will happen, though, is the cheeky tilly the tilly 10k i think i'm going to sign up to that excellent very good i see we've got a we uh, a potential of of getting an entry for that i think there's still spaces so we'll um, yeah so there's i think there's as we speak folks i think there's 50 spaces left now after this podcast the, 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 there isn't going to be any spaces left i hope so make <laughs> sure make sure that you sign up to the tilly 10k by the end of this podcast folks while you're listening sign up and uh but make sure you hold a space for Tom and Kyle, eh?
1: Indeed. So I, I'm not I'm I'm I'll see how this knee goes. I would like. I would like to run it, but if uh I'm I've got a feeling it might be a bit of a slow burn for me getting back into uh into hard running, but for sure we'll uh I'll come across. I'll be down there anyway, so
0: Well you did say um you did say your your, your folks aren't that far from They're not at all, yeah. They're down in so, five so uh, is is Liz, is Liz keen on having a Having
1: TRS at hers, is she? I'm sure she. I'm sure she. Can, her arm can be twisted.
0: Yeah. All I'm right. sure right. She'll be up for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. What about Fiona? Is Fiona gonna do it, or is she? Uh... Uh,
1: I'm not. I'm not sure. I think she had it. In, potentially had it in mind. I think she's not really formulated what she wants to do over the Christmas period. Um, I. Uh, I think she probably. If we're down there, she probably. will. I'm pretty sure my dad's doing it. So that would pretty much make the decision for us. Oh, there me? you
0: go then. Yeah. I tell you, that would be brilliant to get to get your dad in the show.
1: <laughs> yes, after the race, yeah, that, that'd be funny, yeah.
0: Yeah, so he, I know he listens, so let's, uh, you know, let's replace him with the, you know, the the better. I, t- the,
1: I the better. Yeah, I t- I was gonna say, I tell you what, actually, I might even do a, a triple threat. I might even get my sister running the Tilly 10K.
0: Helen, yeah, yeah, get Helen. Oh, that'd be brilliant. Well, so we could do a Brian takeover. a TRS uh, <laughs> Brian takeover. Fiona, Helen, your dad, your mum doesn't really, she's cycling. She used to run, more. actually,
1: but she does more cycling now, yeah, so.
0: Yeah, so let's get them on the show, and uh, I mean, on my side, I mean, my mum my doesn't run, my dad's <laughs> just, a, he had a heart attack a few months ago, although he's, uh, I mean, it's not funny, but um, I'll tell you what he's doing now, and I, I, I mentioned this at the, when we were talking, to them when it happened, like, you know, a couple of weeks after, but. He walks almost every day now. So mm-hmm. he's um, he's walking just over an hour a day around uh, the river, and um, he's he's starting to get a lot healthy. He's, he's saying to himself, he, he's starting to feel it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he lost his wedding ring on a walk. Oh, so no. I was just like, oh, no, what have you done? So anyway, so we, they apparently went out again, did two laps of his route, so he ended up doing a two-hour walk.
1: <laughs> Blimey. <laughs> yeah, so he was just
0: like walking along did trying find to find it trying to find this ring couldn't find it how do uh, you lose it on a walk what <laughs> what <walk's he> doing? <laughs> that's exactly what i asked I was like, how the hell can you lose your wedding ring on a walk uh so anyway my mum's looking for his ring as well and everyone's looking for his ring and can't find it for- oh, and then my no. mum goes my mum goes to garden uh and she was like oh crap and then she takes her glove off and she, she felt her ring come off and she's like oh no i thought it was my ring coming off but it was back on her finger um so she thought, oh, it must be really cold in forest, and then uh, she opened the, the glove up, and she could see my dad's ring, you know, <laughs> just in her finger, just in it, so, basically, my mum found uh, my dad's wedding ring on her finger.
1: Oh, uh, wow, that's that's, uh, that's good. Crazy, yeah, that so, it, it, it was, so that was about
0: two weeks later, you know, um, it, was a, it was a great story, I was like, you need to get that into the local uh, Forest Gazette, you know, but yeah, they exactly. Won't, they weren't having any of it. It's you know, you can have slow weeks uh in, in, in the time of forest, you see, so I thought that was a, that's a good a good wee article to So the benefit keep w- going.
1: the benefit was you got a cheeky extra lap then for no reason. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's always a good that in everything, you know. So, it's like uh that yeah, that's cool. I like have yeah. you ever read the book Um I, I Was a Runner? Sorry, uh, Once a Runner.
0: i've got two i've got two i've got two copies i've got two copies sitting downstairs but i haven't read them yet
1: excellent book but that makes me think of there's a there's a a, i don't know what the word i'm looking for a scene for want of a better word and it's an excellent book if any any sort of club runners i would suggest you read it great once a runner is an absolute classic and that's a great well sorry carry on well i was gonna say anyway and he so he's doing this session he's training for the olympics he's doing this session on the track and I can't remember what it is, it's something like 20 sets, 20 by 400 or something. And he does, he does, and the plans to do two sets. So he does the two sets. And the coach says, when he's finished, he says, you've got to go again. So he's like, he goes, he, the way he talks about having done that last rep, and you're absolutely buckled, and then having to go again for another set of 20, and how, you know, the, the uh-huh. physical and the mental feelings of that. So he does the extra set, and then what does the coach say? you've got to do one more set. Oh, and it's no, like, oh. and it ends up doing this monster session, which you wouldn't, if you started out not, not knowing you were, not knowing you were doing it, it, would be difficult. And the fact you've, anyway, so that makes you think your dad doing his, doing his lap and then, nah, you're not done. One more lap.
0: <laughs> That's a bit like the UTMB, you know, I got to 20, oh, 20 miles to go. Right, it'll be a couple of hours. <laughs> well, I'm not a couple of hours. <laughs> not a couple of hours. Yeah. Six hours later, I'm still on the fecking course, you know, so. Yeah. Total. Oh, God. Brutal, yeah, brutal. Um, so anyway, what, actually,
1: we should speaking of brutal. Shout out to Mark Monroe, who used who dropped a couple of brutals last week in the interview. I <laughs> thought was we always appreciate a, a, a appropriate use of the word brutal.
0: Yeah, and and uh, you know I've I've already listened to the podcast. So I didn't obviously usually when it comes to an interview we don't really know what's happened because we 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 do we do this show then we do the interview usually so we don't get a chance to listen to the podcast. But I was really yeah. Uh, I thought it was a brilliant interview, um, really insightful, um, and, yeah, just quite, you had, you had some cracking questions, Tom. I was, it was, I was impressed by your, your question choice.
1: I was, uh, yeah, well, with TRS, we whine enough about race uh, fixture clashing, so it was quite nice to get a, a pretty fair answer from Scottish Athletics on that, that it's a very difficult subject by the sounds of it, so, yeah. I
0: do, uh, what I do like is, I like the, I, I completely agree Maybe not everyone does, but I, I really like the Scottish Marathon Championships. I thought it was a brilliant response from the the London Marathon, the reason getting as many of the, the top guys and girls down to London and, and seeing those results from all the Scottish mm. guys. I, so, I, and I, you know, and, and then it comes and it comes back the the non Olympic or non World Championship year to to Scotland. I think that's quite a good idea, and it keeps it as fair as it can be. You know.
1: So my my only thing on that, I I, I like the logic, and I appreciate hearing the logic, which we I think we knew already. But I still disagree with it. I disagree with the fact that the, the Scottish Marathon Championships are in London, and I think I can I get the problem. The problem is that day when Callum ran two ten and Mikey Wright won the scottish champs in 228 is a bit weird to win a scottish champion be a scottish champion and be 16 minutes it's 18 minutes slower, sorry but just change the date then don't have them on the same weekend do it in autumn you know if that, well, if uh, that's the you know if that's the concern put it in autumn because uh is that the english marathon champs that's I mean,
0: the british it's
1: marathon champs it's the Br- so british I, my, it I, english I, english I as well i mean yeah I think, uh, yeah i, I it I probably was english But I I just think Scottish Marathon Champs should be in Scotland. And actually, if if the problem is we don't have enough good enough uh, marathons in Scotland, then we need to do something about it. But I think the... I always find it a bit of a weird one that it's in... I love the London Marathon, don't get me wrong. And I would happily travel to it for the British Champs. But I just think it's it's a bit of a shame. I always think it would be good to run it in Scotland. We We need a big marathon that we can get the likes of Hawkins to run in Scotland.
0: If you had a big marathon like London Marathon, they're like, not even like that, but a major, not a major, but if London Marathon was in Scotland and there wasn't a big marathon major in, in England, you'd probably have the same thing happening in Scotland. Yeah. You know, the English Championship's happening up here just so that they can attract the uh, the best contingent. But I, I also think, though, when it comes to, you know, you look at the marathon stats, so if you're looking at the Scottish Championship stats and you see Callum Hawkins, Callum Hawkins, I don't know who else. Uh well Callum Hawkins. Derek Hawkins or yeah. it's usually those two at the moment. Um Robbie Robin, Simpson yeah. maybe and, and those guys and, and Steph Twelve uh, name I, it's other Scottish like you know it's it's actually quite nice to see that those really like world class again no disrespect to to mikey and, and, and a lot of the no, no not are you, just how, how dare Jen, you? Are right? you are
1: you saying mikey Wright's not world class <laughs> yes. get out of town <laughs> you know what i mean though you know, I know I hope, what you mean He's a top, yeah
0: i think it's top just top nice runner. to see yeah. that as because those those results will get lost people will look at those results and just go where's Callum hawkins and where, where's all those yeah. world-class marathoners and uh you know, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm totally off point, but it's uh, you're right. It's a shame that there's not a, a high you know a, a real. Uh,
1: but there's no prestige. Mass participation.
0: There's no prestige. There's no prestige in, being, in being,
1: being the Scottish champion. Like if someone said, you know, we talk, you know, if I said like you are, so you would have you were you know you had a great run the, at the hundred k's, but let's be honest, you're a competitive guy and you would have loved to have been Scottish champion. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, yeah, and, and, and like, it, it makes I find it. It's obviously no one's interest in being Scottish champ. No, no I that's that's not that's. I didn't mean to say it like that. What I mean is that the ga- it's not their priority to be Scottish champion. And to be fair, it's not their priority because it doesn't time with the other goals of world champs and Olympics. Because you know the sterling ha- the sterling marathon is not going to open be your gateway towards that. But I, well, think that's
0: you, <laughs> I think that's where you've got to come halfway and go, right, yeah. we're not going to get, let's attract the best uh, the best field we can for our national championships. And uh, we're not, but also every second year, we're going to have it in Scotland. And, and that's your chance to become, you know, a true Scottish champion in mm. Scotland. Uh, it's something like Sterling or, or Edinburgh or Loch Ness or, uh Aberdeen even, you
1: know? Yeah. So, well, well not
0: Aberdeen, but there's no marathon in Aberdeen, but if if there was.
1: Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah.
2: But
1: And so I mean anyway, I I think it's uh we we could ramble about the subject all the time, but I thought it was really good to get it was, it was great to to get Mark on so we could hear on those sort of uh subjects. So anyway, we uh we totally drifted again there. What what were you saying? We, Your training we We're talk, we we're talking about my training, but that amazing. was about it. I had a good so session. I, and I, then, I've got a point for you. So you talked about so it's great Telly 10k, but we talked about getting your 5k. So Aye? why don't you go to the Armour 5k in February?
0: The Armour 5k in February, but nah, it's too late. I'm going to be marathon training then. I won't be you'll fast. Still be, anymore. You'll
1: still be fast. You're not going to get <laughs> slower,
0: mate. I would be disappointed if you got slower the, in February. The, well, maybe the Armour 5k. But I just can't. I, no offence, like, I just can't be. I can't be arsed going all the way Armour for for 15 minutes of, of racing like you know how bad
1: do you want
0: it you know i've got a silver nose and do a 5k in Edinburgh and you know, i'm not going to travel across the but sea I, for a, it's the field, a, you know, a
1: few seconds pb yeah it's the field but you're not going to run uh, a few seconds pb you're going to knock about a minute off if you yeah, go to i November. think when, when it
0: comes to february i'm not going to be specifically training for a 5k so why would i want to go all the way across the sea the irish sea to 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 get a few seconds. I'll give you, off I'll give you
1: two reasons. A, pb B. Two banter. <laughs> banter. Well,
0: if you well, maybe you can maybe pull my. Uh, it, it's uh,
1: I don't know. Like
0: you know, what I mean, carry night. Me get coming along with carry nights in itself. <laughs> Going across the Irish Sea is like a god. That's like you know, yeah. Uh, this the, the the Kennedy Space Center organizing a trip to the moon in the rocket. You know so.
1: What about uh, okay? Fair enough. What we need to, you need, we need to keep an eye on the long-range forecast then and find a uh, a good weather weekend for the for the park run.
0: Plus, I might also have a, a, a marathon in February. I might do. In oh fact, really? I am doing it.
1: Breaking news! What marathon is this?
0: It's uh, so we're going to Florida. Uh, myself, my, my Debbie and, and Mister Logan Alexander, Chase Greg. We're going to Universal and uh, wow. Disneyland I mean he's only what he's only going to be maybe eight months no I'm he's sure, not nah, yeah. it's going to be six months he's not <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure he'll
1: remember it for
0: the rest of his life <laughs> yeah, no. I, well, I, I don't know whose idea that was <laughs> um, so yeah yeah it's more for us and <laughs> hopefully sleep so we can go in the single riders but uh, yeah anyway so yeah so we're going to Florida and there's uh, the, the marathon it's there oh god what's the what's the capital of Florida again I don't know, Miami is it not Miami, it's uh tally pff, What's it called? Tallahassee. The Tallahassee. Tallahassee. Oh, Sixth I thought. To, you... uh, Sixth of February. So we've uh, When we've are you, booked... out you out there?
1: What dates you out there? Because there's a running Universal Festival on the second of February. Oh really? Yeah. No. Universal Studios. There's a. There's a. Oh, is there? And, uh, that was actual... on uh, the. They run the, the. I've got the website up it's... now. What's First, it called? Uh, Running Universal. February 1 and 2, 2020, there's a 5K and a 10K. No. Epic character race 10K. It is $184, though. <laughs> of
0: course it is. It's the or same four, price as Or
1: $400 year. if you want to go to the park on the same day. Jesus.
0: That's, that's expensive, isn't
2: it? Tallahassee's
1: well, cool, though.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's quite a fast course. So I mean, I don't know. I, I, the issue I've got, though, is it's so close to... London. That I don't want it to sacrifice the build up to to London. Right. So Maybe I need. Tokyo,
1: Tokyo, London. Well,
0: yeah. that that's it. That's it. I had a discussion with my coach Lewis uh, about that. Uh, you know, but he he's like, right, go ninety percent. But you know, you know when you're going a marathon, you know, you, you, you never go ninety percent, do you? So. Yeah. It's a, it's a bit of a gamble, but I don't. I really don't want to sacrifice um lots of recovery. After that marathon, because I really want to get a massive PV at London. Uh, so, what would be the objective
1: yeah. of this marathon in Tallahassee?
0: Just to do. I, I would
1: like to run. I would like to run mid
0: two twenties.
1: In in Tallahassee.
0: Yeah, but it depends on how my training goes in the next uh, the next few, well, a couple of months really.
1: Mhm.
0: And, and you know, I mean, to be honest as well, I mean, this for if I purchase some next percenters, that's a minute.
1: But
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, that's you know, so I, I've I've spared myself a minute or two, yeah, just in buying two hundred fifty dollars worth of of shoes.
1: So it was one last year in two thirty four. I'm sure you've written you've read all this already. So.
0: Oh, I've read all already, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, but Debbie a, wants uh, Debbie wants to do it too. You see. Interesting. What was the what the babysitter? So ah, we need to, uh, we need we need to figure that out. Um. But anyway, that's it's something that we always. It's nice to tie in a race with a holiday, but yeah. Uh, but the main reason we're going is for the the sights and the sounds and smells of of the Universal and Disneyland. I think. This nice. World, not Disneyland. That's Paris, isn't it? So. And then I've also got other breaking news. So do you know Ooh. what Elsa? Do you know what I did today? What
1: did you do today?
0: I uh well, not only have I had a few beers. <laughs> <but> <laughs> Uh, well, that's one of them. The second thing is uh, the Western States Lottery opened today. Oh yes. So I uh, I signed up to that. Um, nice. Put my details in. You've got to give give over your your credit card details. And it's like four hundred dollars if you if but if you get in if you get in the lottery it just goes straight, it just gets taken straight out of your bank account. So, the, so when is that? So that that is I think the lottery opened today until the and it's closed it closes on the 16th of november mhm um, and then it the draw is on the 7th of december
1: so the race is on june 27th yeah so that's interesting so you will you be will that mean some you will do some of the because london will be end of april so you're going to have that just under 2 months to 2 months to recover and, and train so would you start putting some big miles in ahead of london
0: uh, yeah, I think I'd be doing that anyway because if, if, I, I I want to do a fast ultra later on in the summer. Uh, don't know what one yet, but just have to see what happens. The, I'd like to do a fast road 100k, but mm-hmm.
1: again,
0: it all depends on... There's the world championships next year, but it's all dependent on selection and things. So, uh, But yeah, I'll, I'll probably leave. I want to get faster for this year into next year of the half and then start building up again. Mm-hmm. that's that's the aim so we'll see how
1: very good well at least your plan is starting to come together well to be honest
0: though i mean this lottery the chances of me getting in is like one percent or something so is that right Well wow. yeah yeah it's mental like i thousands of people apply and there's only like 350 spaces but the, th- the difference the, the thing being is when it comes to the year after your your chances you've you've then got two lottery uh tickets oh, okay that's and cool it, it keeps accumulating uh, each time, so it, it'll all depend on, this. really the luck of the draw, isn't it, so
1: mm-hmm.
0: so that, cool. yeah, that, that, that's about it, Tom uh, I I did a wee run, I did a kind of longer session, like what did I do, mile rep session in the cross country, actually, at Grand Park in Forest, I was visiting the folks right. uh, Debbie was also running, and what, what do you think happened? So we had a bit of a, a hoo-ha when, when it came to doing reps so the first time Debbie and I get out for a run because the, the granny and grandad's babysitting, and uh, Debbie goes off. I give her a 30 second head start, catch up with her, and there was a couple of dog walkers walking the dogs, and uh, well, they weren't even walking the dogs. They were just yapping away, and uh, and 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 so I'm, I'm yapping away. You know, they're yapping away the dogs. Oh, he's getting his uh, popcorn for this one, is he?
1: So <laughs> I've
0: got a, a volunteer. on Oh, he's getting clementines, eh? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Anyway. Shock, pardon the I thought this 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 had the feeling of a long story, so I thought we'd get some to eat. Get some get some clementines.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you wee health freak. Well done in getting some good, good food, and I'm having a glass of, of wine here. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, Debbie walks, well runs, not even into the dog walkers. She's running past them, and the dog, one of the dogs sees her, the other dog was just minding his own business. The owner didn't say anything to the dogs, didn't alert the dog that there was a runner coming through. Um, and it wasn't even like she was, She went straight in, she was about three metres away from him. The dog then turned, ran straight to, towards Debbie. And then the, the, the first thing I saw was a dog flying up in the air. <laughs> and uh, Debbie, Debbie tumbles, and Debbie, like, looked, looked a really bad fall. So she's really, she's hurt her ribs now and she's in she's not in a bad, bad way, but it was pretty it looked like it was an agony anyway. And so the last couple of days she's uh she's she's not she's struggling to lift Logan, you know. So I'm having to
1: do a um, He band- says that he says that as she literally walks behind him on camera <laughs> carrying Logan and a bowl or something. Like literally carrying about four things. The story's been put this is this you bullshit called on this story here, mate. <laughs>
0: Explain yourself, Debbie. There you go. She should, tell, <laughs> she should tell you how she feels rather than me. I think that was okay, her left arm. You. It's a right uh, ribs that she's having pain. So she's carrying yeah, she's her stir fry in the other hand. But anyway, she's okay. She, she'll she'll mend, uh, and she'll fight for she'll fight another day. I'm sure. But Bloody anyway, dogs though. I know. Well, that's the thing. That comes into my rant again. I'm sure we've had rants about dogs in the past. But like. Like, I, I, what's your views on dog walkers and and the the etiquette between dog walkers and runners?
1: Hmm. I mean, I just think it's a bit common sense. Like, if I'm in a park and I'm hurtling around at, you know, you know, any any pace, you know, my, anything quicker than marathon pace, we got a bit of an effort. If I see a pack of dogs that are together, I will dodge out them. I'm not just going to run straight through and expect them to move. But at the same time. You expect if someone's walking, their dog is, like, all over the shop to at least make an effort to get it under control, you know, before running at people. I mean, it's, you know, you just expect these dog walkers, some of them, it's just, when well, they're walking on lawn alone, no idea what their dog's up to. That, that is what starts to piss me off a wee bit.
0: Well, that, that was my, I mean, Debbie was fairly honest. I'm going to say this. Like, the blame, I think the blame didn't just, it wasn't just the dog walker. I mean, the dog walker didn't control the dog, um, but you can't always, and Debbie said this, I, I really wish I, I was thinking of what I was doing. I, I, had, I, gave, I gave the dog walkers a, a bit of a gap that I thought was safe, but it just wasn't enough. So she should have done the risk assessment, was yeah. what's the risk if, I, if that dog moves? That dog hasn't seen me yet. Um, so she was kicking herself. She, she was almost like, I should have moved even further away. Uh, when I was running past because it's not even like an easy run it was she was going at a good pace and she was starting to go down the hill so she's going even faster. Um, mm-hmm. but I was right behind her at that point so I could see the whole thing happening and uh, and and, and it, it is it's right it, there's there almost has to be a risk assessment from the dog owner and the runner and that's this applies to all you guys and girls out there you, you, you're gonna have to and I'm sure it's happened and it will happen to listeners you're going to have to make a really good risk assessment because dogs, you don't know what the owner know, like how well that owner can control that dog. Like some of them, most of them do control the dog really well, but um, but owners will not always know exactly what their dogs are going to do. Do you
1: know what annoys me? is when an owner, a dog is clearly running at you and the owner's going like, oh, sparkles, get out of the way sparkles. <laughs> sparkles, get out of that runner's way sparkles. And I'm thinking, hey, I mean – just shout aggressively it doesn't understand English it understands tone so shout at it secondly if you you know I mean it, it, secondly just bark some actual useful instructions like move or but a dog I don't care what your dog understands <laughs> but don't speak to it in English because it doesn't understand Sparkles. <laughs> I don't know Rex, whatever it's called.
0: Rex. If it's called Rex, I would move a few, a few <laughs> yeah, more yeah. yards. Like Sparkles, this guy's gonna, this, this this dog's gonna dance with me as everyone. Yeah.
1: Some big big Rottweiler called Sparkles, just mo- coming straight for you.
0: The thing about this dog, it was a tiny dog, and the dog was okay, I think. The dog went absolutely flying, when Debbie went. It went. Wow. I mean, it was okay, like, but Jesus, it was a bit, it was a bit scary watching Debbie fall, and um, but yeah, and she's, she's in so one piece, she's all right, she's in one piece, she's fine, she'll love to tell another tale, but that, but that, is a lesson for she'll her,
1: another tell. not this one,
0: <laughs> <laughs> not this dog. but it's, it's, uh, it's a lesson learned for her to be a bit more vigilant, and she runs past dogs, you know, it's, sometimes you have to learn the hard way, but yeah uh, but anyway happens to the best of us and we can only learn from it, does, yeah, it? so anyway know? right i've rambled on for about an hour about training so let's get to it tom tell us about your training you're the guy who's getting everyone wants to know how that near yours is and 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 where how, how your how your box jumps are going and all the other uh, skipping without skipping ropes are going as well yeah,
1: this, is the, <laughs> this is the comeback number two so it's come it's <laughs> Yeah, I'm really good at, well, let me say productive, I had a good session on Friday with uh, James Cruikshank, physio, and we've, it's kind of one thing that I've always sort of complained about in here, I think a weave on here, but certainly to him, is that I run on my left foot, I land heavy, heavy on the outside, like on the edge of the shoe, so it really wears shoes, and I go through shoes pretty quickly, so clearly that is not so good, so, um, we did a few drills on... Like when I'm running, I'm like sla- imagine my left foot is like is like this, on the ground. <laughs> no, oh, like 15 seconds of like like over like over exaggerated slapping.
0: That's, that's not Fiona, by the way. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's yeah. So 15 seconds of over exaggerated fla- slapping on my left foot on the ground to really force that four foot because I'm quite a four footed runner, but to force the middle to land square in the foot, which is good. And then 15 seconds off. What, when I did it on the treadmill with him on Friday, you could see when I was running off by the end it was normal was starting to become a bit better so I did Saturday and Sunday I did three miles doing that which was it was good I mean the knees a little bit sore but it's it's not so getting worse I think it's consistent um, and the other thing I did with him is I mentioned this before that he measured a load of like the strength of my hips and the strength of my quads and the strength of my hamstrings and we did it again two weeks later and it turns out that I've improved I'm stronger now they're all getting stronger which is good and it's, that's really cool to actually have a you know, I'm a numbers guy, so I like going in and seeing, right, the force I was putting out with my left hamstring was X two weeks ago, and now it's X plus five. Like, that's, across the board, numbers are better, so that's really good, and that's really good motivation for me to keep working on all that, and get, you know, I was in the gym last week, uh, met with Rico, did some uh, weighted squats, now that I know what I'm doing, I'm not the after oh, right. Kyle told me off last week. <laughs> Have you done your one your max yet? Not yet, no. I'm waiting for you to the to witness that. Um, <coughs> I was in the I was in the. Do you know what this? I was I was in the gym today. I did a, uh, a strength session at lunch today. Yeah, it is. Squ- really- no, no gym at work.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're you've got a lovely gym at your work. It's, as well. It is very nice actually. I'm yeah. not
1: there that often. I'm only there Monday and Friday at the moment. I'm up at a different office the rest of the week. So anyway, I was I was in the gym at lunchtime, and I was telling you about last week about how um, I'm i getting my my uh, chin ups on the go now now this one had one of these you know when the bar i can't reach the bar like stood up so i've got to, like do a, a big jump to get on it a little
0: uh, yellow pages job
1: well if there was yellow pages in there but i'm having to jump to get on it and that's that's, uh, <laughs> that's a that's first... a workout in itself yeah so i thought i'd do like the plan was to do i was, like, see if i can do two sets of 10 so i did the jump got on did the first set and i was like i got them done but i was like Oof, that's, that's that was pretty tough I had like a 90 second recovery and went for the second one and jumped onto it and it was like after the jump caught on the bar and i was like i'm not i felt like something i'm I'm not sure i can pull myself up here and i've got this whole gym around me watching i'm like don't be the guy who just basically jumps onto the bar just hangs there so i managed to squeeze out when i say squeeze out it was like the last one was was just just every ounce of muscle I had just to get my chin above that bar and I managed to squeeze out seven on the second set oh, but it's it's amazing though you get like I've been doing a lot of that sort of work in the last uh three weeks and I feel so much stronger for it which is good I'm, you I'm feel, probably getting
0: so what do you feel stronger do you feel your upper body stronger just your uh, body
1: stronger well the thing is I've been doing a lot of like I've been doing a lot of um squats and uh deadlifts and uh, hip thrusts and all that. So my quads, my low, my legs are getting stronger, particularly hips and quads. But I've been doing a lot of press ups, a lot of. I've been planking like no, to, no tomorrow. <laughs> I'm a, at a top planker. I'm an yeah, Top plunker, planker. That's it. <laughs> so I feel. But you know, I figured that you know, I might as well just do. I've got so much more time hands. You know, you know, we run more, Well, certainly, I can only speak for myself. But when I'm doing 80 miles a week, I'm running eight to 10 hours a week. So suddenly, I've got all that time back. Also, though, I did a aqua jogging session on Tuesday. I
0: saw your Insta story. So I got
1: Walking. the belt back oh. on.
0: Oh, he I was did. <laughs> I
1: found it. That's, I got a Pete Fitzinger. So Pete Fitzinger is a, a US coach who has a very good uh, marathoning book. And actually more than marathoning, if anyone's interested, it's worth worth looking at. And I've done marathon training plans on that in the past. But he's got an aqua jogging like rehab plan. It's nine weeks, right? Every day in the pool. And I don't have time. For, I, I, that sounds a really lame thing to say. I don't have time for that. But I, I just... I'm gonna to struggle to get to the pool every day. Anyway, so Tuesday I did it and I did my runs in on the weekend But aqua jogging. the session was the session was ten by two and a half minutes with a 30 second recovery Now you look like an absolute moron Jogging
0: in <laughs> the pool for that long. Just go yourself.
1: I was on my own. Yeah, but you know, what's funny Right. I got in the pool at ASV. There was two people in the there was two people in the medium lane one person in the slow lane and someone in the extra slow lane but no one in the fast lane so I was like hey, let's I go in the, the fast, fast lane on. No. so I got in the fast lane and I'm doing like j- <laughs> aqua jogging up and down in the fast lane and uh, you could see like fast swimmers are arriving looking at the fast lane and just be like nah we're going into
0: the, the lifeguard coming. did the lifeguard not tap me in the show so and the
1: lifeguard watched me for 40 minutes did stay the in then and I finished that and I decided to start swimming she goes anti-clockwise <laughs> <"Auntie> mate <laughs> <laughs> g you've got no you've got no concern about me aqua jogging in the fast lane. But I've in the lane of my own, I swim anti clockwise compared to clockwise and you've got a problem with that.
0: Oh god. Did you it's have like any uh, did you have any did you see any fellow aqua joggers? That's the best thing. If you know, it's another aqua
1: me. jog in another
0: lane and you just <laughs> give them the nod, you know? Because <laughs> you can't do that in a swimming because everyone's swimming, you know. Down,
1: yeah,
0: Unless it's you've it's got nice your, your head up breaststroke swimmers, you know, you yeah. give them a nod, but yeah.
1: It's, it's a weird one aqua jogging because you kind of realise that you're right when you're in a pool you don't really take much in but when you're aqua jogging it takes you so long to get across I, mean, I was working hard like, you don't get your heart rate up as high as you would run it but you can get it up And uh, I'm just, you can take it all in you're looking around the pool and actually seeing what's happening it's, uh, it's a bizarre well,
0: one I've got a question for you now this will be very relevant to many listeners again uh, how do you aqua jog then tell us describe your technique on a podcast do you Oof, do you push down or do you pull back or do
1: you do both or do you I,
0: I do lots? you do little, you know, lots of RPMs or do you do big long looping strides? So do? I'm
1: doing lots of RPM. I'm basically going so for two and a half minutes on, thirty seconds off. I'm doing as hard as fast as, as kicking my wee leggies as fast as they go <laughs> in terms of like like running on the spot. I re, I'm, I'm also trying to keep my myself upright and really like not lean forward i love how you
0: i love how you describe what you you know you illustrate what you're doing
1: <laughs> start here yeah and then my arms i move my arms a fair bit but um yeah i think it was a i think it was a pretty i think i think the, the, the technique is quite important i actually read that if you're not doing it if you're doing it perfectly you shouldn't move oh really yeah, okay, but you're on that. the spot because you're anyway. I mean, you should move very, very slowly. I'm moving across the the pool reasonably quick. Yeah, I mean, I'm overtaking old ladies who are swimming.
0: <laughs> <bet> you are. <laughs> in the fast lane.
1: <laughs> so yeah. I mean, I I think I'm not. I mean, I don't think I'm. Not, I'm, I'm a, it's certainly not an example of how to jog. But anyway, I guess the the key is it's a running motion. I'm getting my heart rate up, and that's that's fine because I, wow. I still find the bike is a wee bit sore for it. So, um. I'm gonna try. I'm probably gonna to jog tomorrow night as well, actually, because I'm down at ASV for the. We've got our club AGM tomorrow night, so I'll 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 do that and and yeah, I'll try and I'm gonna try and while I'm easy running only, try and keep maybe one or two jog sessions in a week. That sounds good. So you are you starting to run now then? Yes. So I ran three miles on Saturday and three miles on Sunday. I didn't run today because I was in the gym at lunch and it was a wee bit knee was a wee bit sore so I thought I'll give it uh, a day just to settle down again the I think it's just out of inflammation and then I'll ch- hope, I say maybe run tomorrow lunch and aqua jog in the evening or um or alternatively aqua jog tomorrow easy run uh, Wednesday but I'm I'm, I'm hoping to start to build it up to I was I've done 25 minutes I'd like to build it up to maybe 30 40 minutes and it is still sore when running but you know advice from James is that it's not um It's not a problem to be running through this, it's not worsening, it's not getting sore and as as long as it's, you know, 0 to 3 out of 10 in terms of pain, then it's okay, it's not getting any worse. Um, So yeah, we'll keep playing it by year. I I don't expect to be doing any sessions, certainly not until mid-December, I think, by the time I I get, uh, because I really need to get this one sorted. It's the same issue at the start of the year, I need to get it sorted once and for all and properly corrected. So we're going in the right direction, which is good
0: ah well i'm glad to hear it so talking about going in the right direction so we've already we've booked the course haven't we tom for the 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 running injury prevention course
1: oh yes yes so
0: that's gonna happen it's gonna start on the drum roll please 21st of november and you know what time it starts 6:30 a.m 6:30 a.m so anyone who's interested in coming along you're more than welcome to come along. Um, it's it's not about It's it's going to be run by me and coordinated by myself and uh, one of our personal trainers and listeners of the show, Sarah Simpson, who also works at ASV. So she's um oh
1: brilliant.
0: Uh, she's going to be helping out when she can. Um, so it is as an ASV thing, there's only 12 spaces available. And um, if you're a member, you get it for free. It's a six-week course. And uh, Tom, you're you're in. You just need to sign up at the reception, book yeah. your space, and uh, if you're not a member of ASV, you can get for thirty pounds for the six weeks.
1: Now that is a bargain considering what you pay at the desk. So,
0: exactly, uh, if
1: you yeah. fancy it, get involved. So just be, you know, not everyone works at just at nine
0: nine p.m. But, or nine a.m. Okay. Um, but it is a bit early. But for those nine to fiveers or eight to fiveers, it's uh, it's a great. Great way of starting your day. It's not going to be, it's not going to be heavy, heavy weights. It's going to be a mix of things. That, uh So you sh- if you have got a session later on in the day, you might still be able to do it. um mm-hmm. But uh, it all depends on your fitness and things. But yeah, it'd be really good to get everyone. We've got a few interested uh, athletes who are keen on in getting involved. True. So anyone else who's keen to get involved. Um, do either let me know, let time Running Shorts know and I'll send you the details or you can contact ASV and they'll, they'll book your place. That way uh, you can either see, speak to them at the desk, at the reception or you can phone in and book your space. Um, and you what would,
1: when they were calling uh, ASV or speaking at the desk, what would they refer to for this, this superb training uh, opportunity?
0: I don't remember the, the actual title. I think it's called Running Running Injury Prevention. I've kept it fairly uh Cool, yeah. okay, I injury like it. Prevention on a Thursday. So it's a mix of drills, skills, strengthening exercises, uh and and, and, and expertise as well from from like minded runners and, and physios as well. So there you go. That's
1: cool. I'm very much looking forward to it. November twenty first, I'll see November you. 21st there. November twenty
0: first at six thirty AM. I'll see you Is there. It? To so, it out you. so that's eleven
1: November twenty, yeah. No, so ten, ten days. days, ten days to get as we, uh, as we as we speak. So a week, no, a week on Wednesday. That's cool. So basically, ten days to get for me to get proficient at squatting with a bar. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Get those YouTube videos <laughs> 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 ah, well, that yeah. So in terms of training, let's let's just talk. I think we've we've exhausted our we time have. for training, haven't we?
1: We have. So actually, I can. One other thing I did in the weekend, which is can transition us into race results, is on Saturday. Although I wasn't running, I went across to the National Short Cross course course Country Championships. I,
0: I see that you, uh, some Insta stories popping out your your feed as well. So tell us so, all about it. then. How was so it? It looked epic. It was
1: it was really good actually. So it was a really it was a it was a very much a winter's day, and it was uh, that's a really cool course actually. I like that in Kikori. It's pretty flat. It's well, it is flat. It's. Um, interesting it's not just like laps of a playing field you know it's in a in a park and it's two laps but there's a big stately home at the top and really good for spectating so uh we were down visiting um uh my, my, my sister-in-law and her husband and uh yeah it was, they were both running they run shout out to them they run for linlithgow running club so we were um we were down with them and i was um i was on fiona and i were on babysitting duty during the during the race that was cool to 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 watch with them um and we had a good metro team down which was good um and do you know what was really cool i know maybe sometimes we're a bit uh, ba- we're a bit bad for just speaking about the men's men's results sometimes here with big hitters but I tell you what that women's race was was superb really good standard and really good to see so many sort of names that we've seen kind of on that edge of uh the top if you like in certain races really running at four i mean okay it was a win for annabelle simpson who we said last week is in great form so she is our four national short course 4k cross country champion she won in thirteen fifty seven. Second place jenny selman I saw that. Brilliant. that's, a, that's, a that's incredible from jenny from,
0: from yeah jenny. Uh, really good Je- to see jenny's a, a sort of 800 1500 meter runner um so for her to you know to come second in a race like that's fantastic so um yeah, Jenny's actually uh, Lewis oversees her her training as well, uh, oh, okay. and the, and Lewis also it, and also Dougie as well. So it's, it's good to good to see Jenny in, in real form. It's yeah so, yeah well, well done to Jenny, great result. So that
1: was, a, that was a five one two and third place was Megan Keith. Now Megan is the Inverness Harrier who we saw win the River 10K. So a, right. she's an under twenty, so that's a real talent. Fourteen oh eight, so you know that's just the top three. Really, really good to see sort of three young. Um, I mean Megan, particularly young, but you know all three of them are you know really uh, that sort of neck, new crop coming through, which is really cool. Um, and yeah, it was just a really good race to watch. You know, a lap in it was it was all to all to play for. One
0: one thing about Megan Key it's a, for me. I mean, maybe maybe I'm wrong here, but it's a new kid on the block. From what I know, I haven't really, oh, yeah, I don't I've really know much about her. Uh, but I think she's she comes from a an orienteering background, does she?
1: Do you know, what, Kyle, I don't know at all. That would no. be I I I would never heard of her if I'm honest until the s 10K where she absolutely smashed it.
0: But yeah, well, well, anyway, I, I think she has a, a really impressive orienteering background. So, uh, yeah, amazing, uh, and she's not even I think she's what
1: 17, 18. I think she's 17. But 17
0: know, years old and she's running 34 minutes for a 10k
1: but it's incredible but you Jesus. know what, generally in that result so we talk about top three th- fourth place uh kira gemmel uh timmy slothian also under 20 fifth place holly page Amy university here hounds also under 20 um with jessica craig in there fourteen twenty-two. but then even at seven erin wallace we are talked about her in here gifnick north under 20 um behind her zoe flog and marina harry's under 20 i mean you know, inside the top ten, you've got one. Two, you've got five under twenties. That's really cool.
0: And do, do you know what? There, those those runners, are, they're good runners as well. It's just It's oh, a stacked yeah. field as well. So it's, Absolutely uh, stacked. Yeah. But yes, yeah, well, you
1: have to look at if you look at some of the people. I mean, I'm just going to pick a couple of names out. Michelle Sanderson, eleventh. Kayleigh Jarrett, seventeenth. Kerry McAngus, fourteenth. Those three ran for Scotland last year. Yeah. You know, yeah. albeit okay, probably over a longer distance near the, the six or eight k. But still, those are Scotland internationals who are who are you know still running at high standard. 11, 14, and 18th, and these this young crop at the front. I mean, okay, Annabelle is is a is a known entity now. She had you know great running leads, but the the rest that's brilliant. As you say, absolutely stacked.
0: Oh, absolutely. And 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 talking about stacked fields, the senior men's race. Holy moly, that's. Yeah. A, that was, that was a stacked field as well, wasn't it? jeez
1: oh, that was some sight to behold <laughs> i
0: mean yeah what was that like to watch that
1: do you know what i g so butcher the start line was was it was i mean the start when you see that many guys line up and running that fast at the start with four k that's a stampede and a half that was very cool but the butcher looked like i thought butcher looked like he was in he was in control the whole way you know the the gap wasn't in, it was the gap was convincing Don't got me wrong, but it wasn't enormous. But you, you got the impression that he was he was probably he had more to give
0: Well, I mean he, he only won by a second I think Yeah, really pushed him yeah Yeah, but I mean he, he almost looked like based from what what, I'm, what I've heard, he, he looked like he was relaxed. he looked like he'd really push it. I mean to do that, and I feel like that's just phenomenal. I mean Chris Jones was fifth.
1: So what I mean, was Chris Jones right?
0: just ran a 28 minute 10K and he's a 30 minute 5K guy.
1: So Chris Jones was second at the start of the second lap, just behind Bucci, and there was a, not a big gap, but a little bit of a gap to that next bunch, so Chris, I think I saw it on his Instagram or his Twitter, so he said it himself, that he thinks he maybe overcooked it a bit early on and faded in the, towards the end, I think that he, so he must have seen Saul, Carl Avery and Jamie Corral sail past him in the latter part of the race, but um, I mean, you know, we were, I was chatting to... Our pal Cameron Strachan uh, afterwards, you know, saying he's—he I thought he had a really good run actually, but it just shows if he'd been five seconds, um, if he'd been eight seconds quicker, he would have been in the top ten. If he'd been eight seconds slower, he would have been outside twentieth. Like really, okay, it's only four k, so you're always going to get those short distance, short time gaps, but really stacked, as you say.
0: Yeah, it's uh, yeah, I I was really impressed by the the field. I mean. I mean, yeah, Cam for Cam to be 40, and Cal McKenzie's 22nd, and, and he's yeah, he's a easy. he's a Scottish And I know I know it's only 4K, and I'm sure the guys are training for a variety of different trade, uh, disciplines and things. But uh, you know, Johnny Glenn, you know, seventh place, Michael Thir- Ferguson, Lachlan Oates, ninth place. Uh just a really stacked field, really stacked. Yeah. Field. And you're right, but one thing I'm always interested in though is like you have you, got that field of runners there, right? You put them on a different 4k course, those results are, I think, would be completely different because of the the the, the you know based on the terrain, it could be a lot adding yeah. a couple more hills or a hard, harder surface, or maybe add a little bit of trail in there, or, uh, better underfoot, more yeah. muddier conditions, like yeah. those. Those results would probably change quite significantly, but because it's so fine, the time, the times of each of the the finishers, um,
1: and that's what's so good about cross country. I mean, I saw a really there was a really cool tweet last week from Nick Willis, who's pushing for I think it's half, it's mainly tongue in cheek, but I think it's really, I thought it was really I liked it, um, saying pushing for cross country races without without results, without timing, without right, timing. I did see that. See that. Just Sorry, result, just, that. just position, which is yeah. really cool. I like that. And someone said, "Oh, yeah, but you need to know the time gaps." And then someone else said, "Well, why don't you just start the timer when the leader finishes?"
0: Oh, I like it.
1: That's cool as well. Yeah. Because yeah. again, just to get away from this time, I mean, do you know one of my rants and frustrations when someone is like, "Oh, I ran a course PB at the national," and I'm and, it, and they're referring to time, not position, and that I'm, I think, or I ran fast and soon, so did last year at the national. Okay, it's a reasonable. You could. I, don't know, I just don't think it's worth comparing year on year across country. So, and you, you said it yourself, conditions—you know—it affects people so much. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. No, uh, that, that's a really impressive field there. Uh, so, yeah so but yeah I, I think that's it's Nelson's well, else in
1: so, terms well, of so just to those results, off so yeah Butcher up for the win uh Saul Sweeney second place Carl Avery third on the team results we didn't quite cover that and I think it's worth doing so on the men's side it was a win for Central AC so that was Butcher or Bionic Butcher as he seems to go by himself Jamie Crow, Hamer I've Schicken, a question. and Ben McMillan I've
0: got a question my question Hopefully. is so at the end of the, the race Butcher you know i he had an l-shaped sign at the end at the finish do you know why that was
1: i don't know but i would if i had to guess my first guess was maybe it would mean uh lindsey as in sharp <laughs> not the solicitor's response cross-country did
0: he maybe forget to put his thumb in or something and, i don't know
1: no it looked hmm? like a, a clear l you can see it on the scotch of that yeah. article
0: so well, I, I would. So we, Andy, should ask, we should ask him. Yeah, Andy. I don't know if you listen. I know you've been on the podcast, but I doubt you listen. Tell us why it was an L at the end of the, the race. If, if and it, it might not be anything, but we, we we want to know. The listeners want to know what what the L means. Mm, indeed. So, so when you, what's your? If you had a a symbol, you had to do at the end of a race, what would it be? if you're uh, you had yeah, to do like a, a, ball, a ball, what would you do tell us what you would do
1: do the uh, I've, I've got no idea the Metro M <laughs> the, the Metro M so you'd run run do the Metro M with your your fingers well the problem I could just take my arms out and do T that would be an easy one to do you'd
0: have to do yeah you'd have to do T TRS that's right yeah. I, well, I was do thinking T. more of Tommy you could yeah. do like a YMCA bit for TRS things <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's exactly how you do it. Or you just get a pair of tight running shorts and you you wiggle about at the end of the the race, you know, yeah. like the steeplechaser man. What was who was that again? You know the guy who used to dance at the end of running the steeplechase in the Diamond League. You <laughs> see that that horrendous dance. It was it, it, maybe that's not horrendous, but it looked funny when he did it. It looked a bit odd. That's all. Some guy dancing in a, a you know short shorts on, really thin guy just. You know, shaking his. That
1: is cool, though. Actually, that's that's that. I'll, I've got more respect for a dance at the finish than I do for the 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 symbol uh, with your fingers.
0: But then, you know, you can't really dance. I mean, you, you,
1: If you're a master, yeah.
0: Butchie did that before he crossed the finish line. Right? You can't be doing. You can't be dancing when you've uh, got a guy a second behind. You're cross the cross
1: country <laughs> pen. everyone's like <laughs> falling on the back, and you're just
2: like
1: doing the doing, doing the macarena. Uh,
0: <laughs> as everyone's like falling into the finish line oh god anyway right,
1: I'm going to finish, let me finish these results then so central for the win Dundee Hawks second place with Chris Jones James Donald Christoph Hornick and Ryan Donald third team was Edinburgh AC which was Freddie Carcass Michael Cristoforo, Joe Ewing and Ian Whitker. on the for the ladies teams it was let me scroll back to the previous page Edinburgh University here in Hounds, which is Holly Page, Zoe Flogg, Constance Nankerville, and Katie Lowry. 5AC, Annabel Simpson, Jenny Selman, Jennifer Spence, and Laura Gibson. 3rd, Edinburgh AC, Lauren Wilson, Hannah Cameron, Zoe Bates, and Rebecca Burns.
0: Wow. Okay. So, yeah, well done everyone taking part. Really good participation as well. Uh, a lot of, mm. I think it was a record number, was it? For ladies in, in uh, ma- ma- male and female I wouldn't be yeah.
1: surprised. It was, it, it, was a, it was a big turnout.
0: Yeah, brilliant. Um, So, yeah, so that, other races we had on. Any other races we had? I think we had the, well, coming local again. We're fairly biased on this podcast. It, it shows sometimes. Uh, but the Pierhead 10K, I'm not going to go into all the details because we're, you know, there hasn't been that much races this weekend, actually. But um, the Pierhead 10K, some cracking results
1: what that is a quick course looking at the results. I was, I was, looking, I was looking at that too. Yeah,
0: it's fast course. Yeah, you, in both the male and female side. So the, the winner was James Hode So he was also taking part in the short course cross country, <laughs> uh, the day before the event and ran a. I don't know if it was a PB, but certainly. That's quite
1: close.
0: Yeah, thirty minutes and forty three seconds on that course is wow Phenomenal. I mean, I know the conditions were wet; they were really good, but that's some going. Uh, a good, uh, a, good you know, a bit behind was uh, Miles Edwards, so a good time, all things considering, for for Miles, I'm sure. In uh, 32.39. In fact, that's uh, 32.38, so a second. So you must have started a little bit uh, further back, not not right at the chip time timing mat there. Uh, mm so you need to get a re- at that second Miles you need to get your reaction time a little bit quicker <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we had uh, in third place we had Richard Strachan of the Jog Scotland Contour Running Club in 34.06 so that's your top three and in your female side we had Jenny Bannerman was also up uh, first 35.22 in Venice Harriers and second place was Amy Hudson <coughs> 36.59 trip time and uh, Nicola Gold was also taking part in 37.42 so well done to, uh, everyone taking part in that
1: well done right last <laughs> bit of uh it's not really results as such it kind of leads us into news actually just uh, we want to give a shout out to a couple of uh big results obviously firstly it's the World Para Athletics Championships ongoing in Doha and Dubai sorry at the moment and it was a uh, it was a, a medal for Joe Butterfield. Uh, she claimed silver in the F51 club throw. Um, and uh, yeah, like really good to see a Scottish athlete on the on the, on the podium there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yeah, I think that's... Um, yeah, I, I, is that the World Championships finished now? Is, is that the last event? I'm not sure. I think there's a I'm few other sure. events maybe, but uh, yeah, yeah, great to see some great results from the Scottish athletes. Yeah, again... Um, Mm -hmm. So from one, you know, some some fantastic results and some fantastic athletes, we're going to go into the sport of hill running. And uh, we've actually got an interview lined up for today, folks. And uh, it's the guy, it's the one and only Finley Wild. So listen to this interview, brilliant interview, really enjoyed my time uh, interviewing him. So he's a runner. not only is he a Scottish runner, he's a mountaineer, he's a British filmman and champion, he's won the Ben Nevis race, a record number of 10 times in a row. Uh, he's got some fantastic records, so here it goes, Finlay Wild. So yeah, a, a warm welcome to Finlay Wild uh, on the show. How are you doing, Finlay?
2: Hi, uh, Kyle. Thanks
0: very much. Uh, yeah, fine. Um, thanks for inviting me on. Oh, absolutely. It's it's our pleasure and it's our, the listener's pleasure to have you on. There's been a lot of call-outs to, to get you on the show. So, um, so I mean, I Finlay, I've known you for, God, a number of years, although I haven't seen you for a while, and that's probably the fault of my own by uh, not, not doing many of the Scottish races. And I think the last time i i i met you you uh i i think it was maybe the dearest deer hill race and uh and I, I was at the top of you and you just absolutely i think you, you took about five minutes out of me and uh, a five minute descent. I think I was still at the top by the time you got to the bottom. It was it was I was it was incredible watching you run so fast down that hill. Uh, and that was the last I saw of you, <laughs> probably.
2: No, ah, like, I do not think of... when that was. That was that was quite a while ago. It was. Obviously. Yeah. A couple, it must you're uh, a bit. dad, an ultra runner now. Uh... <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah.
0: I I was. I, I like to dabble in as many things as I can. But uh, but I mean, you know, you're an absolute class Scottish runner and i i I almost I mean I, I'm not speaking for you but speaking for myself i I actually think um you're one of the most underrated Scottish distance runners and talents there is and uh, you don't need to agree or disagree but <laughs> in my opinion um just your 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 just your profile is phenomenal so um but before we go into that just just tell us a little bit about your your background and you know, the, the club you're in and, um, and and when you when you started running as well.
2: So, yeah, sure. Um yeah. So uh yeah, I'm thirty five, uh I live in Fort William, I'm in uh Le athletic club. And yeah, I get I mean I did a bit of running at school, um cross country and things and um then I was more of a sort of rock climber, winter climber. and... Um, uni but I always uh, enjoyed going out in the hills first walking and then yeah uh then we'd go away on these sort of climbing meets in the winter and quite often Scotland being Scotland uh the weather would would be pish and uh, (laughs) so I'd I'd go off for a walk or we'd go off and do some hills and so I suppose I I started running more just as a way to go see more new hills and uh you know that kind of then uh, kind of went from strength to strength, and yeah, I've I've done uh, a lot of a lot of new Monroes in in the mist, uh, in not great weather. Oh, I'd but, imagine uh, so. Yeah, yeah. So, so how many Monroes have you done? From... Yeah, so I finished them in uh, 2013. Oh right. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. I
0: say how many you've you've finished them all. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. And and have you? Uh, have, are you just doing the one round or have you? Have, have, <laughs> Are you going to do uh, any more or
2: is that your? Is that I your mean, ob- yeah, obviously the, you, you end up doing, um, you, know, you spend a lot of time in the hills, you end up doing a load of them sort of multiple times. And um, I, I keep a record, but I mean, I'm not, I'm not anywhere on a, you know, doing a second round isn't really on my yeah. radar at the moment. Okay. Um, I'm doing, doing some Corbett's. I've done about uh, almost a hundred Corbett's. Uh, so not quite halfway. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, maybe in the future some sort of uh some sort of big projects involving you know uh a sort of long mission to to do a list would be quite cool, but no no immediate plans for any any second or no rounds, yeah okay,
0: yeah oh interesting yeah, so yeah, i mean t- to be honest you you're you you've always you know from what you say, you've always been. You've, you've always been in the outdoors uh in what's the influence has been to to get you outside did was it I, I see you know your your parents were were outdoor enthusiasts as well uh so yeah. your your dad was a mountain guide and, and your mum um i actually i didn't know this uh, so she was a fairly accomplished runner herself and she yeah, yeah. she won the the three the three peaks race in carnethy 5 in yeah yeah um i
2: think in sort of 80 1981 probably the yeah, early 80s yeah. just before i was born okay um like second woman in the ben race um wow. back about then as well gee that, that's amazing um, so you've always had
0: that sort of um yeah influence of getting in the outdoors and i suppose looking up to your your folks as well then in, in that respect then
2: yeah i mean i was talking to someone a bit about this recently um you, you sort of, I didn't, I never really, yeah, you don't feel like it at the time, but of course that does kind of influence your, you know, your experience. And, uh, you know, we, we growing up in, you know, Fort William or I was in, can you see before that um, right, okay. sort of fairly small places and you would just be out in the, you know, not necessarily out in the hills when you were young, but just out in, out outside basically yeah. trees, forests, like climbing stuff, just, uh, getting muddy, um, and i suppose that early exposure to just uh, to the natural world you know is quite yeah. is quite good yeah. um, getting taken up getting dropped off skiing uh, ski lessons at Cairngorm was a sort of a, <laughs> a primary school kid yeah. on this sort of ski bus uh, in all sorts of weather i'm sure yeah a lot of people can in scotland can kind of relate to having done that as as yeah. young kids and it's just been uh, yeah pretty brutal weather at times oh yeah I'd imagine so yeah I mean you know you're in the right I suppose you're in the right
0: area for for that as well so so yeah so you've you you're always um on the outdoors and and you started you started running I mean yeah I mean I think when I when I first met you it probably would have been around about 2004 uh, at Graham you yeah, mentioned yeah. this earlier at Graham B's apartment and uh, and I remember chatting to you and, and and you know yeah, you, you looked like a fit, a fit guy and, you know, the you did a bit of, out, out, you know, mountain, mountaineering and things, um, but you didn't really run at that, or as far as I know, you didn't, you weren't, maybe you were sort of perhaps running, but you weren't competing in any races. And, uh, no, I wasn't
2: really competing and yeah. I'd go out for sort of runs, but yeah. yeah, like I remember like Graham and yourself were sort of, yeah, definitely runners and I was sort of uh, struggled to keep up.
0: And, yeah. Yeah. yeah and and now and so so that was 2004 and, and when, when was your sort of first mate like you know major sort of hill race or, or race in the in the Scottish running calendar
2: yeah um I think I mean I think I started doing some about 2005 yeah, um okay. so I only half answered the previous question about my parents um because of course yeah um they, they were you know they spent their free time going out in the hills and, uh, you know, as kids going along with them, um, yeah. you know, was definitely really important. I'm sure I was carried up quite a few hills before I was even sort of conscious of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and so, so both my parents uh, and my granddad actually had done the, the Ben race. So, um, oh, wow. so I was sort of always aware of that and thought, I'm going to, going to be, you know, be a runner at some point, Yeah. Uh, do some hill or maybe I didn't think that, but I thought I'm going to do the Ben race at some point. Yeah. um, and when I lived at home, uh, yeah, you had you had to be, I think you had to be, yeah, you had to be eighteen to do it. And uh, okay, I think uh, then I was away at uni, and I was sort of more in, into climbing by that time. So then it was a few years till I, till I came back, um, and did it when I was, I think, uh, 20, 21, 21 when I first did it. Right. Okay. Uh, but yeah, probably the, the year or two before that, I'd, start, I'd done a few races, um, kind of uh northeast because i was living in in aberdeen yeah okay and i think uh it was it ben rinness perhaps
0: your first major kind of hill race or? sounds about right yeah, yeah, one of those, yeah uh, 2005 one of those i've got my i've got my sources right here so <laughs> <laughs>
1: um
0: that okay so so that was that's a that's quite a good, good it's quite a good start actually because that's not a it's not it's quite a runnable course i i did that this year and um and and how did that go then that that Experience of the first race.
2: Um, yeah, I think um, I think this was the one where I was um, because obviously there's the five to well the, the three tops in the US, out and back, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. And I was now I can't even remember which way round. I think I was slower. It must have been I was slower on the uphills. Okay. And uh then then we'd get past. You know, there was a bunch of us running together. I didn't really know anyone in it. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure one of them was henry blake oh yeah Henry. Uh, from, from, i remember
0: henry way yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't uh, so, so i think
2: he'd be getting now, ahead but... in the on the uphills and then okay. i would get back in front on the downhill i mean like not in front we were i think we were i don't even know was i 10th or something in tw- uh, 13th i can't remember yeah. in that race but okay. um no, yeah uh and just it being like feeling pretty long <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
0: it's, uh, what, I mean, what, about two hours of, I think you're, you, you I think you had the record for a while as well at, at that, later on in your your career, um,
2: not or you sure, were very close to it anyway. I've, been, I've done think. it, I've done it, um, yeah, later and yeah. Been, been faster, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, So, so then I, th- I think your breakthrough was um, now one, you know, the Ben Nevis race must have been one of your, your, your sort of, you know, you're you're one that you would love to have done. You know, you you both your parents done Ben Everson yeah, since Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that it must have been a lot of encouragement for them to to get you to do that. So so was that your first time doing the Ben Evers race? So you, you in fact you said you did the first time you did Ben Everson race was when you're 21. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and you in 2010. That was the the year that you won the race.
2: Twenty ten was the first time I won it, so I did it three times before that.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um,
2: I think I was I think I was thirteenth, uh, then fourth, and then I had a year when I was away um, on a climbing trip in America, yeah. and then I was fifth uh, the next year, and then then I won it.
0: <laughs> oh amazing! Yeah. And how did, did did you how did that feel to to win something like that? It was, you know, that's such a prestigious race and. Um, and I, I remember when you being, being such a running geek i remember when you you won that race and i was, you know i was quite proud to 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 know you as a non-runner you know as a non non-runner in 2004 and there you are just you know just on the scene and just doing so well it was uh, it's amazing and and since then i mean you know history speaks for itself 10 years in a row, Finlay. <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible.
2: So, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, it was really weird to, well, to winning it, I suppose winning like um, such a, you know, that's one of the, the bigger hill races in yeah. in Scotland. To, uh, I mean, it's, what, it's probably the most famous one or yeah. up there anyway. Let's, let's not be controversial. It's definitely up there. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah definitely. But um, sort of to come in kind of, win that one first was um you know i think a lot of people were sort of like a bit kind of like huh uh, it seemed like a bit of a fluke because uh it wasn't really known at all as a hill runner um and yeah, yeah it was it, for me i suppose i i uh, yeah hadn't won many other races so i didn't really know what to expect but i mean i i can certainly remember you know the, the previous years when i'd done it and i sort of you know, the first year I did it. I mean, everyone talks about the road at the end of the bend. Cause yeah. It's like a mile on the road, and it's like a wee bit undulating. I mean, there's this this sort of tiny. Well, it was actually a pretty tiny hill on the road on the way back, but it, it seems much bigger when your legs are trashed.
1: Oh, yeah, um,
2: I'd imagine And so. like, Gosh. I remember, yeah, the first year, like, just like cramping, and you know, getting overtaken by you know, two people on the road. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, being pretty just exhausted afterwards to like gradually each year I did it I would I would get a bit better and and sort of um so I suppose that was probably my my absolute fear the first time I I won it I I was like yeah um somehow in in first uh and and then I think that was that was your Robbie Simpson did it actually as well that's right Um, yeah yeah that was his first year um, wasn't it doing it I think yeah yeah. So, then, yeah so um yeah so i'm just absolutely uh terrified <laughs> that someone you're gonna get taken on the road
0: yeah by a um, by an absolute speed demon on the on yeah, the flat yeah. <laughs> yeah and then
2: um yeah remember like you come down this final hill into the park and, and you do a sort of lap of the park and they start the bagpipes as you come into the, oh, the field so that's yeah. like a real privilege to be the first one because you get the you sort of um queue up the starting of the bagpipes yeah. and run round the pitch. And, uh, yeah, I remember I, I was pretty, uh, I couldn't really stand afterwards. My legs were trashed.
0: And it's, um, it's an unforgiving ascent and descent. I mean, well, it's the, it's the biggest hill in in the UK, the biggest mountain, like the highest mountain in the UK. So it's, uh, (laughs) it's a long way up and a long way down. And so what about the actual, I mean, your times have been, you know, phenomenal, uh, I mean, your 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 quickest time was last year, um, in one twenty seven thirty five. Now, the actual record is stood for. Can you hear me?
2: Oh, I've just lost you. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah,
0: back. Back again. yep. Yeah. Got it. yeah. Um, so I was just saying about the the record. So you the fastest time you you did was in in last year in one twenty seven thirty five, and the record is has has been, been stood for since nineteen. Oh god 1984 I believe by uh, Kenny Stewart. Yep. So that's 12534 now. I think it's it's one of these it's one of these records that people don't actually think will ever be broken now. I if I put my money on someone breaking it it would probably be you. Uh you know to get to get 12730 a couple of minutes isn't too far away. Um now <laughs> I've got the question I've got for you is do you think you can break that record? <laughs> straight in <laughs> yeah straight in
2: well um uh yeah a couple of points um i mean that that record was set um basically the, the week i was born uh <laughs> was is, it which is quite fast. That's, that's quite um, fun and uh, so my birthday is always like a couple of days after the after the ben yeah um, oh, race um <laughs> so but also like the first time i won i think was one of the slowest ever winning times i'm pretty sure uh this lowest like okay. it was pretty hot but yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and then i think it was 135 something That's and then right, like yeah. the next year i won it it was like a six, six or something, 20, seven six yeah. seven minute yes yeah. a big a big pb it's anyway PB, yeah. um yeah and then um yeah 2018 i i um i suppose that i've changed a few things in my training and got maybe uh, more smart with that and yeah. my running has probably improved it's sort of gone up a notch in the last few years yeah uh so that was my my pb which yeah just just a smidge over two two minutes uh slower than the record so mm-hmm. uh i mean two two minutes is a it's a big percentage right on, on that on that time it is yeah, uh, yeah. On, on that length of course yeah uh what i mean do you think? i think i'm the, i'm the sorry i think i'm the I think mine's that time was the fastest since nineteen ninety something yeah uh I mean different people have different views on 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 the course and um I think there's lots of factors uh I mean we obviously weren't weren't uh you know don't have any experience of what the what the the track was like in the seventies and eighties yeah, yeah. uh I think it certainly has changed i think there's no no doubt about that uh you know probably the, the top of the mountain in terms of uh, like the scree runs um they've changed uh yeah. in some ways uh, and lower down like the path work more more sort of stepped out yeah um but then you know other factors have changed as well like um you know the the guys like in the 80s like they'd be frequently you know would be like you were you were talking um before this about um racing and it being like just a bunch of you sort of within seconds of each other. Yeah. I, I think sure. they had they had sort of more of that um you know, in the eighties, uh it was sort of like there was the famous uh sort of Kenny uh Kenny Stewart John Wilde sort of uh, uh, um rivalry yeah. and uh John Wilde had the, the record uh before 1990s, Kenny but just by it just got broken by one second actually.
0: Jeez, so it
2: did. Um, I don't think he's any uh Relation to me.
0: I was going to ask. <laughs> I think, no, uh, no, no. a lot of people about John Wilde. Is that is he related to? You know, it's, uh, I, I I do I do think though. You know why I, I love your your surname. I think it's a, a great surname for what you do. It's it's brilliant. <laughs> it's. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the actual. No, I, I'm I'm dead impressed, and uh, I think, like you say, the 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 actual. I'm, we don't know what. what I certainly, don't know what it was like back then. But um, but yeah, it's, uh, it would be great to see that record go because it, it's whether or not is it still achievable and with the the, the the terrain now and is it the tourists.
2: And the, the other thing, sorry, is that the course has actually slightly changed because you you don't use the grassy bank um, right now, okay. which you know adds a bit. And um, there's a couple of fences and things which add yeah. add a wee bit. So. Yeah. So yeah, all, um, all, all adds up in a way. Is it? Yeah, there's
0: definitely a few factors. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully, fingers crossed. I, you know, the it, it does it does happen because it's um we we you know it's great to see records, but it's great to also see records broken. And if it's not by you, I'm sure it'll be by uh you know yeah someone else. Uh, I'm, I'm sure, but uh, it would be great if it's a, a Scot a Scotsman breaking it. No doubt. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Be amazing. So, so yeah. So moving on um, with the, the Ben Benares. Well, that's in fact I've got another question about the Ben. So the, in terms of the the ascent time and the descent. Oh, sorry, I
2: can't hear you. You said I've got another question. Yeah. Can you
0: hear me now? You've gone. Can you hear me now? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah perfect. Um, in terms of the actual descent and ascent, is there any splits or do you know? Is there any? Does anyone know what the fastest time is? up the hill or, or down is there any stats on that
2: or anything um no I I actually I should probably put more effort into trying to find like some old old ones yeah. from like the 80s I'm sure Jebby Rob Jeb was saying um he's done like 56 up okay um so I think I've done like 57 45 that was tw- last year that was my fastest uphill right okay um so yeah, um, I need to try and maybe look out some some splits.
0: Yeah, yeah, pretty uh, interesting to to know what because it's such an iconic race. I mean, the race has been going on since nineteen thirty seven, I believe. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, yeah, and the, the times then were a lot slower than, than what you're
2: what you guys are running now. <laughs> it's, they tough. first ran it in eighteen ninety something. That was like the first sort of slightly official thing, I think. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, and they used to run from from Fort William Centre from the post office, I think. So, oh, really? Um, it, that's the sort of um, two-hour times, or sort yeah. of uh, when they ran from town. Jesus, that's amazing.
0: So yeah, so I, I suppose from one one race to uh, another. So in term, so we, we we spoke about your your rise in 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 the the world of hill running, specifically Ben Nevis, and now you've since then you've you've done. So many other not just races, but you've done so many other things. Um, you know, you've you've you've, you've also become the, the British fell fel-running Champion. Um, God knows how many times you've done that. Um, but can you tell us any just uh, one, just one, yeah? <laughs> just just one. One. yeah okay, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure you would if you were you know aiming for that uh race, you'd probably end up doing pretty well, I'm, I'm sure. Um, so what's the sort of other big races that you've you've taken part in and and achieved some some notable times now if you don't say what they are i've got i've got a few uh uh of, of things that i'll say but what you've what got, about yeah you? yeah so what what are they for you what are the big achievements that you you've you've made other than the ben Nevis race sure yeah Which yeah
2: race? um yes yeah, so, okay uh, cool and Ridge uh traverse uh, yeah. record that's that's got to be kind of right up there as oh. one of my my ones that I'm most proud about. Yeah. I, I
0: that's so tell us a little bit about that for some of the listeners might not necessarily I know what it is, but just for some of the listeners, what is the cooling Ridge and uh and, and, and what what do you have to do to, to to get the record?
2: Yeah, so um so the Kulin's the, the sort of the Alps of uh, of the UK. Yeah. Um yeah, really rugged mountains on sky, uh eleven Monroe's in a in a um in a in a, in a traverse so yeah so um there's quite a bit of well it's all really technical it's rough gabbro rock um it's uh there's there's a few there's loads of scrambling and there's quite a lot of sort of exposed running and there's sort of four key um sort of actual rock climbing sections yeah uh which aren't you know they're not hard climbs but they're they're very serious and sort of you know to be soloing them uh high consequence so you you can't kind of faff about on those bits yeah. Um, so yeah I mean for, I mean that's the kind of terrain that I just love it so sort of fusing um, you know the running with the, the climbing the, the sort of scrambling the moving in technical mountain terrain so uh, I mean this was uh, probably even more than the Ben. like this is what I kind of uh, dreamed about a bit of, a yeah. of just even doing it or doing a fast time um, you know never sort of thought never knew that I could even uh you know uh get the record didn't really dream of that um I didn't even know sort of before I started wrecking it and getting to know it because it's it's very intricate you need to yeah. sort of go and, and learn the, the exact right uh, way along it yeah um I didn't even know if I'd want to commit to to some of the climbing sections so like the first times I, I went I had a bit of rope uh yeah. to do some abseiling maybe if I wanted or um just was kind of Happy with it myself. That look, if I don't feel like doing this bit or that bit, then I can I can just stop. Yeah. Um. The the sort of the psychologically uh, uh, sort of crux of it is that there's a down climb, quite a steep, uh, short steep down climb into something called the TD gap. Which, like most people, if they're if they're sort of walking mountaineering the, the route, um, they'll probably abseil that. Yeah. But, okay. uh, mm-hmm. uh, just to to get the record, basically it was just not not um well it was it was climbing everything solo so right, that right. was yeah that was that was it just the process mm-hmm. of kind of uh, approaching that safely and, and sort of uh, getting to know it and getting more confident with it and then like i did the you know i wrecked it um sort of many times in different sections of it and and ran the the ridge uh, i like could i've done it six times in, in total sort of getting faster each time yeah. and you managed uh, to get
0: it under three hours yeah, just under three hours. Um,
2: Knocking, yeah. I think, fifteen minutes off your, off off the record. Just, uh, yeah. So, um, so Ez Trezder um, had uh, had the record for six years before me. Yeah. Uh, uh, his was uh, three seventeen, I think. Mm. And I, I, yeah. There's a story about me, um, me sort of doing going for it, um, and getting the record, but, um realizing i hadn't um hadn't actually touched uh a, a, a cairn on the top of a peak uh yeah. Sk- like I'd, I'd been to the top but i um hadn't actually touched the, the cairn okay. <laughs> in, a, in a stupid move that it yeah. would have only cost me five seconds but uh-huh. i sort of decided I, w- I couldn't claim it on that because the whole thing you know this was uh, actually i did have gps but this was like just as gps was coming in as, right. as sort of people using it to validate or maybe yeah. not just but um, i'd only just got a gps watch yeah and yeah. uh and actually you couldn't prove that you touched a cairn with you know gps isn't that, that no, accurate that's true. yeah yeah okay so sort of had this bit of a, a turmoil of oh uh, i've <laughs> kind of done it but it just doesn't feel right and uh, yeah. it meant so much to me that i thought um well first i thought oh what am i going to do because uh, some friends were supporting me and uh-huh. my parents were down in the glen as well i was like yeah. oh. it's a I big it's up, a big operation uh, yeah 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 um so I went up to the back to the summit to sort of refresh my mind and sort of well clear my mind and and think about what I I was going to do and yeah decided I hadn't touched the cairn and it meant so much to me and that I was going to just wait and then I had to go back and do it again uh, sort of sitting on this kind of potential um uh, so then it wasn't great weather it was a bit was a bit misty and like a wee bit damp so yeah. I was a, I was a bit slower than my first kind of record run okay uh, but still 5 5 minutes uh the year 5 seven, 7 minutes 7 minutes under the as re- is record yeah and then yeah 3 310 i think uh and then but i knew i could i knew i could do better right so uh-huh. uh got great weather in uh october which is sort of fairly late for um for cool and traverses but yeah I and mean, it was yeah, it was, it was ideal, it wasn't too hot, and it was, um, you know, there wasn't too busy, because it's a, a real, um, a real busy route in, on a good day in the summer, so yeah, went and got it, um, yeah, just under the three hours, that's which was, yeah, yeah, absolutely brilliant, and this, this time it just felt, it felt right, and yeah. I knew there was yeah. no, no about it. <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> that's a good feeling to have, but no, I
0: mean, that, I mean, that's, the, the coolant, I've been and ran some of the coolants, and it's,
2: it's not for the faint hearted, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's a great place, and even like um, there's a a separate area of the cooling Clack Glass uh, Traverse, which is like a mini cooling Traverse, and it's uh, like that's just great to go and yeah and rock around there as well, um, for a, sort of a shorter day out.
0: Oh, I yeah, I'm just to awe. I mean, some of the stuff you do uh, is it, in talking about some of the you know you you're running on ridges. I saw. I mean, I'm. I'm not that in. I love adventurous sports. I love doing mountain running and things, but just not to the to the extreme extent that that you 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 do yourself. Um, but you do a bit of skiing as well, don't you? Uh, yeah. I remember yeah. You, you filmed you were, I don't know what you were doing, but you were, you were. I think you were skiing down part of Ben Nevis or something. Uh, but you you had your yeah. GoPro on, and I just looked at that and I. Oh my God that just looks incredibly da- I say dangerous, but <laughs> it did, it, for me, if I'd, I, I would, I would manage to do that. I would freak the hell out of <laughs> me now. I, I just couldn't believe it. it was just a day in the life of Finley. you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I
2: always, I love these um, sort of random challenges that, yeah. that I set, that I set myself. Um, so yeah, r- racing's good, but like, yeah, I also going out and just doing, doing something just for the sake of it. Um, that feels like it, it kind of has some uh, some slight logic behind it. So I, I love yeah. the idea of how fast could you get down the Ben uh, if you had really good snow cover, like late uh, season when the snow packs all consolidated and like quite spring snow is quite quite safe, quite easy skiing, quite quite fast. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, right, I'll just absolutely bomb down down the bend. <laughs> and it's quite it's quite sort of not that steep to start with. So actually, yeah. you're just like straight lining it. Yeah. Um That's crazy. So, ditch the skis and then run down in, yeah. it got down to the youth hostel just under 16 minutes total
0: oh my word oh god it makes me feel sick <laughs> um, it was great fun oh uh, yeah and, and another thing that people think is great fun is uh, this Glameig Hill race uh, yeah now this is the one that people wear gloves at isn't it in case you fall and land on rocks and things um
2: yes yes some people do yeah 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 and
0: it, in in this race this is another iconic uh, race in the scottish hill running scene the glumaig hill race and the record was set by mark Rig- rigby back in 1997 i think it was and uh it's it was an impressive it's an impressive course record and uh you broke it in 2012. So tell us a little bit about that, uh, a little bit of the history of the event, the event race, um, the type of race it is, and,
2: and uh, yeah,
0: how, how that felt to break that record.
2: Great, yeah, sure. Um, I mean, that's one of my, my favourites. Yeah. Uh, y- y- yeah, you can tell I've got an affinity for Sky. Um, I love, yeah, I love Sky. So Glamics, uh, yeah. and the red cooling of Sky, so slightly less... Um, jaggedy than the black cooling where the, the traverse is but um but having said that it's basically a a cone shape from from where you start it's like again um with sort of the top top bit just being scree yeah. so still still pretty rough very steep uh sort of you run out uh, along a, a sort of narrow trod through a, a boggy sort of um uh, ground uh undulating and then you're sort of straight up using your hands on this first grass and then it becomes grass and scree and then it's Uh just scree yeah and then it's got yeah then you just uh so like maybe half an hour up to the top just under Uh just over um for for the wind uh and then just turn and then you're just pelting down the scree um (laughs) there's a couple of really good scree shoots that yeah you just yeah i mean you you just have to you can fly down if you've got the confidence to do that and Uh. it's it's a bit like um the the scree gives so i mean okay lots of Lots of the listeners will, know, will of course know what it's like running down a scree, but I love it. It's great if it's, um, you know, if it's the right size of scree, it's just like running in snow or something. Oh, it's, it gives and you can go really quickly.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's definitely a, a skill, um, what you do and and well, it's maybe a question. So a lot of runners will, will be they'll see you running down a hill and go, how on earth can you run so? And I get I get it all the time. I go out for a run and. I'm running down a hill and it could be a like, like-minded hill runners. Like, yeah, this is a, uh, you know, and the, the guys I'm running with are, are accomplished hill runners. And we just look at you and go, we don't, but we don't run down hills like Finlay Wild. It's you're, you're like this legend of, of, uh, you know, the descending <laughs> when it comes to, to, to Finlay, you know, you just destroy everyone in, 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 in your path. So, <laughs> so what, so how, tell us your secret. We the listeners <laughs> want to know how to run like Finley Wild downhill, and, and, and not and no dis, you know uphills you're just as good, but you certainly your downhills got so got better at, at
2: the uphill. Yeah, it used yeah. to be um used to be weaker on the uphill, yeah. but yeah, um yeah, you know, because I thought about this a bit uh, over the years, and I I really think like going back to just like having been in the hills sort of doing a whole variety of things like from a pretty young age like even stuff that's not even really running you're like yeah. doing the skiing just like doing mountain biking a wee bit uh doing the climbing um and and certainly like trogging about with a heavy rucksack you know walking into you know places like like bray Reark to go you know winter climbing at, yeah. over a weekend it's just like long days on your feet you know um core strength and uh-huh. sort of uh i don't know and, and also kind of you know doing all those Monroes and, and sort of getting used to different you know different terrain uh i, I think it's kind of that's got to be a lot to do with it
0: yeah okay yeah no that, that makes a lot of sense so you you kind of you know you you mentioned you're such a busy guy and and you, you know you, you you do mainly the mountaineering side but you've also done a little bit of uh, ski mountaineering um, and uh, and you did pretty well in that also in the Scottish ski Mo series as well so tell us a little bit about what your your main accomplishments are
2: in, in that in that respect yeah uh, yeah so um, I mean like I skied at school and then I've done various types of sort of um, like using the skis as a tool in the mountains. So yeah. like uh you know, there's like um Nordic skiing with a, a free heel. Um uh, I've done a bit of that. Uh and then more recently, um, there's this sort of schema racing setup, so it's yeah. just to briefly sort of say basically it's it's really it's quite short, um yeah. hundred and sixty centimeter, uh, really light skis are the whole thing about the kit is it's kind of made for quick adjustments. So um from going uphill, you put these uh, skins on on the skis, which allow you to, to stick. Uh, so you can go uphill with your just your toes attached and your your heels free. And then at the top, you you whip them off and, and yeah. clip your heel in and ski down. Okay. Um, so so the the racing stuff is really light and really quick to do all that. So it's it's really good for for runners because um, it has that same sort of feeling of running. Um, but obviously then ski descents and that whole technical aspect too. So. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, um, yeah, this, there's a yeah Scottish skimo um, uh, series, which, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, is, has been, I think it's been going about uh, five, six years, something like that. And, okay. Uh, a small gang of really enthusiastic people who, I mean, they've had some races when, you know, you just wouldn't have thought it was possible to ski in Scotland really? at all because it's, <laughs>
0: it's
2: been really marginal. Yeah,
0: but yeah. But they still it's, manage yeah, to do races. That's cool.
2: Yeah, yeah. Not <laughs> yeah. always, but if there's if it's possible, then it'll, yeah. they'll put something on. Yeah. And and, and, and that also
0: the the European uh, side of things scheme was massive in in Europe and the, um, in yeah. Italy and, and France and Switzerland, places such as that. Um, and uh, a lot of a lot of mountain runners tend to to you know to to train. In the summer, mountain racing uh, and running, and then in the winter they, they then adopt ski Is that is that still the the case
2: mainly? Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tons of uh, tons of the sort of sky runners, you know, Killian, uh, Remy Bonnet, yeah. Pascal Egli, You know, um, all all these guys are sort of um, yeah ski in the in the winter, yeah. and uh, yeah, it's it's a huge. I mean, the the, the level out there is just it's just incredible i've done a few races out there yeah and uh yeah it's i think you know you know the french uh, well all these europeans but you know the french say they're sort of born on skis aren't they, yeah, the they are, yeah, is, yeah it's so good regions and things yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and they're mental the races like you can be like we often they're in teams so you, you could be in a team with some someone and we were doing quite well and we've really pushed it on the uphill and then you're, yeah. you're holding it together, sort of down this thousand meter descent on skis, and your, your quads are absolutely burning. Oh, uh, and, and this guy, this French guy, will just like straight line it past you. <laughs> Jeez. Jesus. Yeah. It's yeah. Jedi. Yeah. Uh,
0: so yeah, talking about international racing, then I mean, I think that's in the last couple of years, you've you, you know, it, from a from a national level, you've you, you've you're you're what you know, everyone. If if you don't know who Finlay Wilde is in the the, the running calendar the, in in Scotland, <laughs> but you know you're living under a, a mountain rock somewhere, you know. But, <laughs> but <laughs> in, in, in terms of the international scene, you've really risen. You've had some amazing results uh, in, in you know the Tromsø Sky Race. The um, you've done a few other races internationally as well, and you yeah. actually got a, a third place in the Skyrunner World Series. So tell us a bit about. What sky running is, and and your successes from that.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I think basically it's. I suppose it's the 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 sort of European uh, version of of hill running, but yeah. uh, with the sort of uh, technical aspect. Um, so a lot like quite long uh, sort of uh, ridge lines, um, yeah. Often rough, sometimes with a bit of uh, like holding cables and things uh or a few, a few sections with you know sort of roped areas safety lines and things um that's a pretty terrible definition but it's, uh, uh, it's, a bit, it's mind, basically mind what, what what uh, most people don't like to do uh well not
0: most people runners like me who are scared of heights and running downhill fast and uh, it, it's uh it, it's well not everyone i mean a lot of people love that sort of stuff but uh
2: yeah that's yeah that's it's rid, ridge running yeah. and running running in technical terrain yeah yeah, yeah.
0: Um, it it sounds it looks epic like I would love to do one just to say that I've done it uh and, and, and have you done have you done the u k series as well or is that I
2: haven't actually no okay. I was just looking at that I'm trying to plan for next year and um yeah they look like some good races yeah. could be quite good too yeah. I like doing different things eh so yeah. um you know, mixing it up. So it'd be quite good to try that at some oh, point. Oh yeah,
0: but I, I I want to go back
2: to the, the, the international scene.
0: Now I I think a lot of people won't realise how good you are, like how good you are. And this is why I say I think you're really one of the underestimated Scottish athletes. You everyone knows who killing Journey is, um, and you've had some battles with him in races, and I've seen your result. And, and <laughs> would you call them
2: battles.
0: Maybe not battles, but you You're not that far behind them in some of these races i've 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 saw and and I, I can't remember what ones, but I remember looking at the results and going, bloody hell, Finley's only a couple of minutes behind Killian. Uh, i one... i mean
2: I think yeah I've been fourth in Andorra, he, he won yeah that okay race and. Like, oh, it be really cool to get on the on the, the the podium with Killian, but I was I was just fourth. Oh, but um, it was a it, was, it was a five person podium, so oh, <laughs> I still
0: got on. So <laughs> it's always good. And as I, I, I need a top ten podium in in, in some of these races. But uh, <laughs> um, so so yeah, I mean the, the guys that you're racing in in the this fields are stacked now. I, a lot, it, what I find brilliant, right, is everyone's wearing their sponsored vests and things. Finley's in his Lochaber, you know, sporting the club vest. <laughs> you know, everyone's got the Scott Running, Salmon, whatever you have. You know, Finley's got his good old Lochaber club vest. I think it's it's brilliant. Uh, so, do you have any sponsors or? Uh, yeah,
2: you know, yeah. Um, so I get um I get some support from uh, mountain equipment. Yeah. Okay. Um yeah. and uh, and Walsh shoes. Okay. Um yeah, so like that's been that's been really useful. Yeah. Um, I we, we have a sort of fairly kind of loose arrangement, um, which is pretty, I like flexibility. Cause like you said, I do quite a lot of different stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, like, uh, like that's the scrap, the climbing bits on, on the cooling ridge. say like, um, like I'd want to be like absolutely 100% would like choose the shoe that I think is best for the job and safest yeah. for the job. So okay. I like to kind of have the flexibility to choose, choose what I want for that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah I, I suppose um i've got I've been running for quite a while I've got a mountaineering so I've got quite a bit of kit and I kind of know what works and what I like yeah and, okay. uh, it's quite nice not to have the pressure of having to use a specific thing all the time yeah um yeah and I like uh, I'm a GP so um you know I like I have my I have that kind of uh, that job as well yeah um so I, I sort of have the I suppose I don't need the sponsorship to be able to yeah well, to that. finance the running.
0: It's a it's a great uh, segue into the question I was going to ask. Now we've spoke all about your uh, your your not all about it, and a, I could speak for hours, but uh, <laughs> you know, we, I think when we go over two hours in the podcast, uh, Sign Clyde doesn't like it. Oh well. <laughs> so, uh, we, but but what I'll say is, um, you know, your your running career is so vast, um, but you're a, you're actually you're not a full time athlete you're full-time you're full-time part-time gp or how, how does that work for yourself? so so
2: like um the last couple of years i've been i've been uh like a locum so yeah okay uh i, I work in probably six or eight eight practices kind of around the lacabra area okay uh, a bit further out as well but um so i know i know the area and the kind of system pretty well yeah. and um uh yeah it just gives me a lot of flexibility to to be able to go out and say do those european races or, yeah you know go down to wales to to spend some time getting that three uh, thousanders record down there and stuff yeah
0: okay so what is it so the balance then is quite quite good um for training and racing and, and working then um so in that so what's um you know what, what? What is your typical week then? What's your typical week with with training? <laughs> do Do you uh, you know? Do you just go heather bashing every day, or do you do you have structure? <laughs> or do you do you do four hundred meter reps in in the Lochaber playing fields? Oh. Or... <laughs> <laughs> I doubt the latter, but uh, yeah. Done.
2: So um, yeah, yeah. I think I I used to just go heather bashing, yeah, and I used to. Yeah. Um, sort of maybe not compromise on the kind of route at all to to put in the the speed work and things, Uh you know, years ago, but like over the years, I've sort of have tailored things a bit more. And, uh, yeah, certainly in the last, you know, uh, handful of years, I've been uh, a bit more scientific about things and doing some speed sessions and, um, sort of varying the distance and, uh, in terms of, yeah, a typical week, I suppose I, I don't, really have a typical training week uh I've, i think the last two years i probably have increased my mileage up it's still not massive by any means okay. uh like and it just varies so much like if i'm if i'm away uh, you know uh out competing or if i'm like here like when i'm back working i tend to be working a fair a fair bit so yeah um so i sort of find there's not as much time for to get the miles in yeah. but um yeah, uh, okay. tiny violin. Z- oh, I know I was gonna now, say. Yeah. Oh, but, uh, no, I'm really lucky. Like it's really flexible yeah. <laughs> um, things at the moment, so no yeah. complaints there. Oh, but okay. yeah, uh, I more recently trying to do more, yeah, speed work. And uh, I said, have you read that book or heard that book, um, Training for the Uphill Athlete?
0: In fact, um, yes, I have actually bought it. Yeah. Uh, specifically for I, I, the UTMB, and it, it didn't help me. So
2: oh, it didn't help. <laughs> <No>. Ah. <laughs> Did you read it? I haven't read all of it, but uh, oh, that's maybe maybe that, it was the exactly. it was the final chapters had the secret.
0: Ah, oh, there we go. <laughs> right, I'm going to read the final chapter after uh, after this chat and and uh, and, 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 and re-register my interest for the ETMB next year. <laughs> no,
2: I, I find it um, like I've been really like pretty low tech always because I, I okay. use running a lot for just switch off. And yeah headspace yeah. and forget sort of a complicated day at work uh-huh. um but yeah i've been sort of more recently thinking a bit more about um you know the, the physiology there's quite a big section in that book in that book about the physiology of you know aerobic and anaerobic rest uh metabolism and uh yeah that's I mean, that's quite interesting and yeah. I'd, I'd maybe like to experiment a bit more with with that yeah uh, like yeah. um aerobic threshold and um, be could be a bit more scientific yeah it's a great book I mean it's one I
0: would certainly recommend I, i'm 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 hoping to try and get him on the show actually because I think he uh I listened to him in a podcast and I think he was, he was brilliant so um yeah. and uh and, and my coach uh, he he was he recommended the book so if my coach is recommending it I should maybe you know take heed of of what he what the what the, the guys got to say you know the author so <laughs>
1: Thanks, Finlay. That was wild, absolute wild. Yeah,
0: come. Ah, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant joke right.
1: there. Brilliant joke. So, um, we were <laughs> that was being saved up. Right, other other. So, news. Let's move on to news. First bit of news I'm going to quickly throw on is it kind of was, maybe we should put this in results, but we'll talk about news anyway. It was um, the uh, Northern Ireland over the weekend there was a a bit of cross country action with um. Adam Craig and Mary McLennan in, uh, in, in action at the Northern Ireland and Ulster Uneven Age Groups and Bobby Rhea cross-country event. So we had a, a win for Adam Craig in 2956 and uh, second place by Mary McLennan. So good to see those guys back in, uh, in a bit of cross-country action.
0: Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's, uh, it's Adam Craig's one of our interviews and also Mary McLennan as well. She's also been in the, on the show. So, yeah, if you want to hear some of the interviews... You know, rewind back a few episodes and you'll get to hear all about yeah. them. So, yeah. So, whatever, what, what else do we have? So, we've got a, a little bit of... Um, so, we had Salazar. Uh, is it Mary Kane? She came out with uh, a, a, an interesting yeah. documentary. Well, not documentary, an in, interesting interview. few seven, eight-minute interview about her, her time spent with Salazar. Um, and, you know, I, I suppose... I, I was quite... I was quite shocked by it, to be honest. Um, it's and I was wondering where she went. I, I was interested. Cause she's she's not been on the circuit for some time now, um, and she was really young when she was achieving those amazing times and results. So, what do you what do you make out? What do you make of that then, Tom? Have you got any? I mean,
1: I, I mean, we were kind of. I was someone who always thought oh, is definitely on the line, and he's you know, and as more and more has come out, been less and less impressed with him. But I, I mean. For me, they should ban him for life. I mean, four-year ban is not enough. The way this guy is treating—I mean, she was a child. You know what I mean? That, that's yeah. really that. We really just—I find just shocking—is, you know, the the weight shaming. So the stories are that he was weighing his athletes, but you know, her as a young girl in front of the rest of the team and shaming her on her weight is absolutely disgraceful, it's unacceptable, and. You, know, you shouldn't be doing that to anyone, but let alone to a child. I mean, that's someone who's who's uh, as a coach, he's been entrusted to you know to look after her as a as a as a you know as a as a, as a child, and a growing athlete, and it's absolutely disgraceful. And uh, yeah, I am I, I kind of feel bad that I even had any sympathy for this guy. I kind of thought, you know, I think sometimes you get defensive of the athletes who are under his his remit, and you hope oh, well I hope that. The, the Mofars and the Cam Levens and the Matt Setchowitz are clean, but that actually is neither here nor there. The fact the guy is behaving, the guy is, has that kind of, is prepared to behave like that. This, he clearly has lost the plot at this win at all costs mentality, and it's it's disgraceful. They should throw away the key.
0: And I know he's uh, based on based on the, the the most. He is going to be appealing the hearing, and I think it's going to be potentially in next you know mid next year march 2020 uh so he is appealing this four-year ban so he has surely got, not
1: uh, i mean surely he hasn't got a leg to stand on here i mean that's a lots of because ath- what we've always said is you know you don't hear many athlete, pub, current athletes coming out i know kara goucher is very vocal but that is someone who's been there recently has come out and that's uh, that testimony from mary kane is quite um i think it's it's you know that is a final nail um i think nike you've got big questions to answer as well i know they've shut down the team but you know, I'm someone who, who, you know, I like Nike as a, and I like their products that way, but there's really big questions on Nike right now in terms of how they, how they could stand by and allow that team to operate like that, and um, yeah, I don't know what the, I don't know what, well, I don't know what the way forward is um, for Nike on that, because that's uh, really, I know the CEO's uh, left, I don't know if he was quit or fired, but.
0: I think he, he was, I think he was stepping down from his position Uh so he's going to be replaced by it's <laughs> uh, the former EBA, eBay EBA CEO um, John Danaher I think it is um, okay. from like, stepping down effective from January thirteenth. So he's been the CEO for the last thirteen years. Um, and, and interestingly, on, on that note, we you know we we also had a, a few other uh, interesting thing so so why they're going to also investigate the the Nike organ project athletes as well
1: i see that yeah
0: which is which is another revelation i suppose and uh, it's quite right i mean you know you, you investigate the coach you've got to if your coach is given out some some of these substances you you, you must surely you'd be investigating the athletes who are who are potentially going to be involved and implicated? So, Absolutely. that'll be that'll be interesting to see how things go from that. Uh, I I don't really know how much. Again, I haven't read into too much of this, but I don't know how that what that's going to look like. How are they going to investigate them? And are they are they going to retest some of the samples, or is some of the samples still? Uh, are they going to interview them? Or? That'd be interesting to know what that's Maybe. going to look like.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think they, yeah, I don't know. I mean, sure, I thought that was the whole point about keeping old samples and, you know, the blood passport and all that was so they can actually, they can test years after when the testing technology catches up with the the drug technology. I mean, regardless, it's, I mean, none of these athletes can have uh, any, can ask any, you can deny them that. I mean, they have to be quite transparent now, I think.
0: Yeah. Anyway, I think we're gonna we can yap away about uh, all these negative doping and what have you. Uh,
1: If you if you want if you want some negative views on it, if you want if you want to indulge yourself in in, in uh, this subject, and it, there's a lot, we could all sit here, and we would do, the, we want to whine about it as well, and then slag them off, but if you want to do that, just go into I was runner, fill your boots there, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. that'll sort you
0: out. <laughs> like that page, and you'll, you, you, yeah. you know, it's, you'll get all the ranting, and the uh, negativity, as exactly. much as you want, from that, from that Facebook page, which is, it's, it's some interesting debate, I, I do keep my eye on it, um,
1: there's some nonsense as well, <laughs> Yeah, that's... like,
0: I mean Matt Yes. Yeah, I mean there's some absolute <laughs> nonsense on that page as well. <laughs> yes. Oh me. But there's some uh we, we, we all want you know, this podcast we're gonna try and make it as positive as we can, but there's some exciting times ahead of for Scottish athletes anyway in, in distance running in Scotland. So um so one of them is uh I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but Lauren Mere is going for the world the hundred one hundred k record. I was going to say yeah, one <laughs> one k record, not the
1: hundred k record. Yeah, yeah that's pretty uh, really cool. Yeah, I, she, I saw that article. Where is she doing that? She's
0: doing that in the. I think it's the the Grand Prix at Glasgow in February. Oh, cool. So that'll be interesting. I mean, she yeah, had. A, have
1: you ever
0: been to that? I've not actually. I, I used to run it at Kelvin Hall, but I've not oh, actually okay, been cool. to Serena yet. So maybe we can we can uh, you know
1: make a, a a wee date there then, eh? How's yeah honestly i went a few years ago it's really good actually i yeah. really enjoyed it it's a good day out
0: one of the other things the world cycling championships is on at the moment that looks epic did you have you not been to the velodrome before
1: uh i've been to the the glasgow one yeah yeah i've been there yeah that looks that looks
0: great fun doesn't it's it it's
1: really cool it's great it's a great evening of entertainment yeah sitting of cycling
0: it looks brilliant i want to go to that but
1: it's a really cool facility actually There, so it's great to have that in, in scotland really yeah
0: cool. yeah definitely so yeah, the record for, for is two minutes and thirty seconds. So that's what she has to beat. I think that's nice. for one one k. What's two minutes and thirty? So what's that? Oh god, what's that for an eight hundred meters? Uh. So she essentially has to go to
1: to 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 go through
0: eight hundred. Two fifteen. Yeah. Well, no, no, two. It would be too flat. She'd have to go through. Of
1: course, yeah, it's two hundred yeah. short. Sure. Yeah, 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 too flat. Yeah, uch.
0: And maintain that for another half a minute oh man indoors yeah she's sec- saying that she is second in the all-time list
1: okay that's
0: so really not cool. a million she's not a million miles away
1: yeah not very good
0: well let's get some tickets for that if we can anyway. well,
1: Fair, indeed yeah well uh, so, other, other than
0: that then tom what else do we have
1: so race wise coming up this weekend it is a Absolute classic on the calendar, the Braid's Hill Cross Country. You must have run that back in the day.
0: I haven't actually. I'd love to. You haven't? No. Oh,
1: Kyle. No. It's a great. It it's a great race. It's
0: like it's. I mean, it's it's a. Uh, it's not it's a just, mix of a hill race and a cross country race. Exactly. It's, it's so, a hill race. But it's actually cross country.
1: It's a, it's a bit of both, but do you know what? There's it's always that the dilemma of what do you wear on your feet. And I ran it a couple of times in. I ran it. I've run it twice in trail shoes and once in spikes, and I had a, my best run. Oh, to be fair I was in terrible shape one year in tra- trail shoes but I had a really good run in spikes once actually and you just you sort of mu- suck it up on the the sort of uh dirt path up the hill and there's a couple of skatey bits of rock you gotta be careful with but on the on the flat if you've got spikes you can absolutely motor on the grass
0: is it uh so is it mainly on the grass or trail what is um that...
1: uh I would say probably and I haven't run it in about four or five years now so I'm <clears> back. but I would say it's like 60, 70 percent on trail, thirty percent on grass. The ba- and actually, there's so it's, two, it's a two-lapper. Although you know, when I was, when I was a lad, when I was when I was running, when I was running at uni, right? And, and again, this is not in the spirit of the of the quality of the quality. Not, but it was the men did ten k, the women did. It wasn't even ten k; it was two laps, like six miles or something. And the women did three miles. Now that, and anyway, they've changed it now to a 5k and a 10k race, and anyone could do any. Oh, that's either, a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Which is good, but I liked the I liked it being a men only race and a women only race because it gave it that kind of cross country feel to it. And mm-hmm. it's I I don't know how you fix it because otherwise you'd have to have four races. I think it's great that the the girls can run um, the six miles, and the rest is great guys can run three miles as well. But it's. Some You know you get a bit of nostalgia about something and I remember being like in not in great shape for it and having to think God I can't be bothered running six miles around, around basically up and over a hill and around a golf course. But you do it, it's, and also at uni, when you're at uni there, it's uh, the Harry's have, to be fair, th- put on a very good, uh, a very good after party and I remember with a classic boat race. I remember when I was at uni, we hosted, when we were hosting, like a bunch of unis came out so I put up the Manchester Uni running club in my flat and it was just absolute chaos. Like the boys, are serious <laughs> boat racing. They're like they're having like there was like nine or ten of them stayed in the flat, and they were doing trials in the living room beforehand. You just to <laughs> work who their a team were really going <laughs> be for that night. For the boat race. <laughs> for the boat race. Oh, Great geez. banter. Oh man. So anyway, oh. this weekend, if you're in the Central belt area, the bridge cross country is definitely worth a run.
0: And can you can you enter in the day or? I get think so. I saw, t- I saw on
1: Twitter saw Twitter today they were pushing an entry still open. I don't okay. know if still enter on the day, but you can still enter now. Right,
0: so uh, get your so- get your entries in then folks. Yeah. Um and
1: then other races on.
0: There's quite a, it's not that much happening, but the Fraser t- Rahaf this weekend? Fraser Rahaf, yeah, that, that's right. Uh we've got the Wheeler Trail Marathon. This that in fact why am I saying that? That's in England. I'm looking at the run ABC the Scottish Running Guide. And that's in England, so let's negate that one. Uh Tain Hill Trail Race. There's the Glen Tress Winter Series. I think that's all full, though, so I'm not going to chat too much okay. about that. But nonetheless, good luck if you enter for that. Uh, there, there's Oh, there's a Jimmy Irvin Bella 10K in Glasgow. I don't know if that's a fast one, but potentially it could be a fast course. And uh, as, as we mentioned before, we, we, we also want to plug the, the Tilly 10K. There's only 50 spaces left, and that's uh, the end of the year. So it's the end, it's, I think it's December. Well, it is December. I think it's the 28th of December, perhaps. Uh, Tom would correct me if I'm... But he's gone away. He's, he's gone away to the loo, probably. Uh, so he's just left me by myself. We also have the... There's the a Law hill race in Fife as well. So that's another one that you could potentially do. Interestingly, there's a Santa Dash in mid-November. Now, that's... That's, that's early. That's a little bit early, folks, isn't it? Oh, you know, I mean, I, I wouldn't put my decorations up until... The start of December, what do you know? I completely agree with you, so yeah. Anyway, that's uh, it's not our decision to make, but uh, yeah, as if you you're, just, raced... you're
1: just annoyed as a Santa race director, you feel that like you're getting an early competition. Focal had their fill of Santa races before December,
0: <laughs> exactly. I'm needing the numbers, you need to get the numbers a little bit higher. So, another plug for the Aberdeen Santa run, uh. This isn't the reason we do the podcast to plug races, by the way. It's, How far uh, is it? Is it a 10k? It's a 5k. So you do three laps of the... I
1: might
0: do it. When is it? It's uh, 15th of December. It's the day before the... Well, it's the night, the morning of the sport, the BBC Sports Personality of the Year. So that's in our nice. business year. So, I'm going. Are oh, you going? You got tickets? Yeah, I got tickets, Oh, yeah. you sly dogs. So you're one of, the, <laughs> one of those refreshing your page in, within so, the well, five I minutes. Was... Talk,
1: I had yeah a, I, had a, I had a reminder of my phone to uh, like five to nine get on the bbc or the whatever it was ticketmaster website and i was we have a like we're, our mornings are pretty busy from seven thirty onwards calling the offshore rigs and anyway i was in this meeting and it was running on till nine i'm like i'm not gonna get out of this meeting anyway <laughs> so i came out of the meeting at like quarter past nine thinking bollocks i've missed it feeling sent me a text saying oh did, uh, did you get any i managed to get two like, <laughs>
0: yes <laughs> <laughs> oh, well if you've got a plus one if I can't make it for whatever reason then I'll keep you, you know, in mind don't worry you keep you mind if she's got something else she's got to go away for so um, right well other than that then I, I don't think we've got much else to chat about but we were um, you know as always you can get in contact with us and please um, like our Facebook one of the targets I've got a tar- another target for you Tom not only our PBs but I want to get a 1,000 likes on our Facebook page for the the Tartan Runners shirts. Wouldn't that be a nice number for finish off? That would be
1: really it? nice, actually, yeah. So
0: if any of you listeners out there, we don't ask for much other than you, for you to listen to our ramblings. But if you do like us or if you do listen to us and you haven't liked us in any shape or form, we'd be hugely appreciated, appreciative if you can like us on Facebook or leave us a review on on, uh, on, any, on on our, on any your iTunes um, platform. That would be the best one because uh, it does improve our, our reputation in the, the podcast world. So, um, yeah, do leave us a review. And if you do want to, you know, any topics that you think we should discuss or any results that you may have, anything running related at all, drop us an email, tartanrunningshots at gmail.com and get us on our Facebook page. You've got a Twitter handle, and uh, we've also got a brand spanking new website that uh, our 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 man Leo O'Connor made for us. So yeah, a huge, a, a, a massive thanks for for Lee for doing that. And and check out his stuff as well. Phenomenal um, stuff that he's doing as well. So yeah, thank you very much. And um, we've got one quote that we'll leave you with. And uh, you might have you may have heard this quote already. Now this is one from the legend that is Mel Edwards. So. Finish it off, Tom.
1: With complete concentration and dedication, anything is possible.